Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Hold on to your seatbelts, boys and girls. We are live from Nashville, Tennessee, or far enough outside of it that the Internet could be suspect and a lot of competition for bandwidth here. But we have it, so we're going we're gonna to roll with it. Uh, it's robertscottbell.com slash listen for the chat room. So Super Don will monitor the chat. I'm trying to minimize the uh, windows I have open going up and down so we don't have as much clipping as it could happen. And the good news is on the back end of this, I have a recording happening right into the Rodecaster Pro that you guys supported us in getting. Uh, so we'll have a clean audio clip for later as well, depending on what happens as we go live all day or all the next two hours. And by the way, I've got uh, real amazing access to some, some really cool folks that are here with us this weekend. I don't know who's going to show up, but I, I ran into my good friend, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, of course, already. I've been on a number of other shows that are pre-recording that may be broadcasting over the next days, weeks, or months that I, you know, some of them I met briefly. And I don't know where they're going to be, but I'm encouraged by, at least my, in my interaction thus far, the maturation, I say that very slowly, of consciousness related to, um, I'm sensitive, let's just say this, I'm sensitive to some of you who have a view of um, the, the Christian right and wanting a theocracy, for instance, you know, because many people that are in the Save America crowd are very, very religious people, Christian people. And, you know, I've tried to explain my experience with uh, the community has been just great over the, the very many years that we have uh, embraced one another, recognizing that it is about God. It's not about me forcing you or they forcing me to believe it the same way they do. Uh, and, and yet there's a lot of that uh, reticence and reluctance out there when you hear about an event like this at Pastor uh, Greg Locke's church. He's hosting it. There are people even within the Christian community that don't like him. You know, th so for me, this isn't about personalities. It's about interacting with human beings that have hearts of gold, for lack of a better way to say it at the moment, that are willing to stand on principle and recognize that the heart of the principle of our defense of America and life is freedom. That it isn't for us to direct to you how you should live your life as long as you're not harming anyone in the, uh, you know, the living of your life. That there's a great principle that was given to me or a gift that was given to me and given to all of us besides life itself, and that is choice or agency. And trying to lead by example rather than by battering ram. And, and why do I open this way? It's because, you know, I've heard from some people. Now, there are others going, Robert, what are you talking about? I don't have any of those feelings. Like, look, we've got a wide variety of folks out there. And not everybody believes the same thing, and nor should they, because it's the nature of creation. We've all been created in God's image, and individually, we have unique experiences as we go out into the world. Now, as people listen to uh, my voice or, or, or this show and the people on it over the years, from around the world, uh, we have uh, drawn an audience that I recognize that is all around beyond even our shores of the United States, which is pretty amazing, which tells me that a lot of people like the message of freedom. And yes, health freedom as well. And it's not just unique to the United States of America or the people of America. Although we have something unique in terms of our written constitution that nobody else seems to have that honors and acknowledges that our rights come from God or creator, not government. 
And that is unique and that is new and that is different. As we've witnessed the loss of what people perceive to be freedom or liberty in Canada, in New Zealand, in Australia, in democratized Western Europe, in the Scandinavian countries, etc., none of those countries have at their basic foundation an acknowledgement that rights come from God, not from them, not from government. Oh, they claim it. They sometimes pay lip service about it or to it, to it. But the reality is they all perceive that you exist at the pleasure of government. <clears throat> and if you don't do what we tell you to do, you could lose whatever little freedom, or maybe you think you have a lot of freedom. And we found this out the hard way with our fear of germs over the past few years, particularly with COVID. But now... It's fascinating to watch those same elite overlords losing ground, not gaining ground. As they pushed so hard, so fast on the COVID narrative that it was inevitable that certain segments of it or the whole thing would collapse. As we see the uh, Prime Minister of New Zealand re you know, resigning early, for instance, as one example. Or the struggles of the World Economic Forum right now as they meet in Davos to gain traction with their message that they're really almost needing to run from in order to succeed at all. As more and more people wake up and go, who invited you here? And I don't mean to Davos, just wherever, whatever country you're in. It's like, who invited you into our country and why do we want you? Because we don't. We're not interested in you. So there are sea uh, uh, changes occurring, in other words. And oftentimes we don't see them and we are subjected to a lot of fear because of fear-mongering, and messaging like, well, who are you? You're just a peon. You can't defeat us. We've got all the money. We've got all the power. We've got all the media. Yeah, but a majority is you and God on your side. <laughs> and when I say that, some of you might get uh, a little bit nervous, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How do I know uh, which God you're talking about? You know, we get into debates of, of theology and whatever, and that's not what I'm meaning to do here. But when we have people proclaimed to be godly people, they can say anything they want, but I'm going to observe them and watch their behavior, as I would encourage you to do. And that includes observe me. Uh, what do I do? What do I stand for? And follow that over time and see a track record that you can, if not rely on, that's not what I'm saying necessarily, but you can pretty much find this dude or that gal, she works a certain way, lives a certain way, and in that context, you can go, well, I would expect that if I see something really out of the ordinary, that something's going on, something weird is not happening. There's a consistency to an inconsistency. And as we move through and meet people along the way, we ask them about their history, we ask them and we learn from their life and how they live. And right now we have someone fascinating just joining me. Let me see if I can unmute her and if it's all working. Is this the... One and only Dr. Simone Gold joining me on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Great to be here. It is. It is. It's <laughs> Simone Gold. Super Don. We got Dr. Gold back on. Gold care and whatever. And uh, at the uh, event we had at, at Branson, I didn't get a chance to interview you, but the woman you brought on to help oversee. Yes. What are, You want to talk about, uh, it, yes. we, we make fun of jokes, heart of gold, gold care, but she truly has a heart of gold. Who? How you found her? 
amazing. You know, I'm so glad you start there because yes. it has been a labor of love and tremendous work to handpick the most incredible people because the organization is only incredible if its people are incredible. I want to give a big shout out to Dr. Dana Granberg-Nil. Yes. She's a homegrown girl from Kansas City. So she was able to join us in Branson. Yes. Um, but we also work, and she's amazing. She's incredible. She's the chief medical officer. And we have with us here at today's event, Dr. Jana Schmidt who's the director of wellness. So Beautiful. what's really unique about Gold Care mm. is that we merge the kind of the illness and, and the wellness track. We don't have any prejudice to keep you on an illness path. We actually yeah. want to get you on the wellness path. Mm. But the only way that can happen is if you don't put wellness subordinate. Right now in our medical system, the only way the payment happens really is if you have a, a disease diagnosis, yeah. hypertension, diabetes, prediabetes. So well, we how, how do the physicians profit when people are well, right? The system is set up to right. profit only when you're continually ill. Now, I've said as a homeopath, because I can help people actually get well, I have to, like, I can't keep up with all the people that want to see me right. because they want to get well. Yeah. And that's what I've tried to tell the, the doctor community. It's like, you guys and gals, if you really got people well, there'd be no lack of, you, exactly. would, you would never catch up. Exactly. Uh, and so it's a, it's a, I would say a consciousness of abundance, not poverty. Yes, that is that's a, exactly right. Yeah, and I know you understand that, and I appreciate that. So um, kudos to you for selecting an amazing team that I've, that I've met some of them already. And I'm, I want to see you succeed because it means the health of people in America will be stronger and better. Right. And I see a lot of innovation happening now because of what we've been through. It wasn't possible three years right. ago. So there's so much opportunity now. Really, the glass is half full. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many people. Um, the market size for people who are looking for wellness and just not being lied to is enormous. It's at least half this nation. So I hope that all of these new models succeed. I hope that they put wellness front and center. You do need um, a traditional or an allopathic doctor, osteopathic doctor, if you need that person. But most people really don't. Most people probably just need to lose some weight, exercise more, and be more in touch with natural foods, for example. So that's the guidance that they can get at Gold Care and other places. So you've integrated and and allowed, uh, I guess, and I know from, from meeting some of the folks there, the chiropractic model, the naturopathic model, herbal model, the homeopathic, all of these recognizing they play an important role in not disease management as much as, hey, how do we not only get you up, but keep you there? Right. So it's been eye-opening to me that it was really part of the, it was a calculated decision on the American medical establishment Mm -hmm. to separate out natural treatments from pharmaceutical paid treatments. Mm -hmm. I really didn't know that myself. So we're putting that back together. Yeah, in 1844, the American Institute of Homeopathy was founded. In 1847, the American Medical Association was founded to extinguish homeopathy. And it didn't happen until 1910 when it really took, took hold the, the Flexner report. report. And that altered medical education. It diminished any other thing. And they PR'd the reality that wasn't real, that there was only one form of medicine. And it was patented petrochemicals and nothing else. It has its place. I've never denied that. In fact, I was raised medically and pharmaceutically. I had to overcome that to, to be well and strong. And so I love when I come together with doctors from all backgrounds that we say, you know what? I signed on to become a doctor, not to be the world dominator and monopolist. I want to learn from you as well. Exactly. It's been, you know, a real joy of the last few years is <laughs> it's a sadness and a joy, bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Learning from other people, just how much they did not teach me in medical school. It's been really eye-opening that I wasn't taught about nutrition and I wasn't taught about vitamins and I really wasn't taught about the history of vaccines, for mm-hmm. example. It's been really crazy and I rather resent it because I had a fantastic education for what it was, yeah. but they left out a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and what they leave out is almost as important sometimes as what they put but, sometimes more. 
Now, at the last event in Branson, I, I had to follow you. Thanks a lot, by the way. Uh, you, uh, you went up and spoke, and then I was up on stage <laughs> afterwards. I'm just teasing, but she came out with uh, uh, We're the Champions, you know, the, the Queen song. And I, I was talking a little bit about Fauci, and I said, you know, Fauci was responsible as well for killing Freddie Mercury. Right. If we go back, very into much so. I can talk about that. Uh, uh, great. So people do know. Some people know this, but if, may, I, may I jump in? Yes, please. Yeah. So we do know that we're in Fauci 2.0, but let me explain mm-hmm. with tremendous specificity what Fauci has done from Fauci 1.0 and 2.0. Mm-hmm. So I'm a daughter of a doctor. My father was was a doctor, so I'm very familiar with like the 1980s and the AIDS because my my dad would talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. Fauci did three things in the 80s that he did exactly the same thing in the 2020s. Yeah. Here's the three things. One is there's a cheap, safe, generic medication that saved lives. Back then, gay men were dying from PC. PCP pneumonia. PCP pneumonia was treatable with Bactrim. It wouldn't have cured the AIDS, but it would have cured you of, of that like last sure. disease. So you might have gotten four months or six months or maybe a year longer. Mm-hmm. So gay people were picketing and marching for access to Bactrim and Fauci was stopping it. The second thing he did is he wanted to create a vaccine. He spent ultimately 35 years working on it. It didn't happen. Yeah. But that is why he didn't let them have access to this cheap, safe drug. So number one, no mm-hmm. access to the cheap, safe drug that saved your life. Number two, we're going to push for a vaccine that never came or a safe, good, effective one. And number three, social distancing. Do you remember back in the 80s? You yes. weren't allowed to touch a gay person. Right. You were scared to yeah. death. And it wasn't until Princess Diana touched an AIDS baby that anybody would touch somebody with AIDS. Where did that concept come from? It was never loosely transmitted. AIDS was actually quite difficult to get. It's considered biosafety had hazard lab level two. Mm-hmm. Four is SARS. Yeah. So, so Fauci did these three things. No cheap, safe, generic medicine. Um, let's pursue a vaccine while people die. And let's make people afraid of other people. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. Same playing book, Fauci 2.0. You're right. And that's the whole history. You know, we've been following this, uh, uh, gosh, for decades. When I first learned of homeopathy in 1990, early 90s, it switched my life around because I was raised pharmaceutical doctors in my family, pharmacy people. And uh, and I can appreciate what they do well, but there was this huge gap that was not helping me. And so I had to find a different way. And then go- looking back on many of these ailments and illnesses and our vulnerability has been our fear yeah. and our fear of germs, right? Recognizing that we have an immune system. And that's another thing that came under attack under Fauci 2.0, much less 1.0. When, you know, when people that had so-called AIDS diagnoses came to me, I was like, look, the HIV test is fraught with problems, just as PCR tests are in a modern context. Uh, let's look at what's really wrong with you. What is happening? What is your body telling you? What is it telling me? What can we do? Just like you said, here you have a PCP pneumonia. What do we have to take care of that? Yeah. Let's target that. And the people that came off of AZT and stopped the drugs and began to live a healthier lifestyle, some of them are alive and well today, even with the so-called scarlet letter of the HIV test, which has no valid standard even today. And that's true of all PCR tests that, that are used for uh, coronavirus as well. It's like, how, you would never as a physician say, I'm going to send this out uh, for analysis. You're analysis, right? But the test has no standard. It's never been validated. You're like, no, find me the one that's standardized and validated. Yeah. But we just all bend over and go, oh, yeah, it's a test. They say it's a test. Yeah, <sighs> so it's really, a, we're really in deep trouble on the standard medical establishment right now because the people know that they can't listen and they can't trust and they can't believe Mm. for all of these reasons. Yeah, exactly. No, this is why it's fun to be able to talk with Dr. Simone Gold because she knows that she's not afraid of it and is tackling to make it better, to do better. Once you know better, you're asked to do better. Now, do you want to address, Just I just put this out as an open thing for you, to address any of the controversies that are out there because there's a lot of attacks on Simone Gold, this this organization (laughs) that she started, there's lawsuits flying. 
unfortunately, the butt ugly side of humanity are often lawsuits, claims of ownership and greed and everything else. And, and so what have we heard? What is not? What have they not heard about you? What is going on here? Yes, for sure. So I want to thank everybody who has wondered what the heck is going on with me because I've been silent and I have not responded to very slanderous things that have been said about me. I want to explain to you that I didn't talk about it in public because I was getting ready for my uh, trial on the issue sure. and I feel like it should be tried in court and not for the media. But my papers have been submitted to court and I'm now free to talk and okay. I'm going to be holding a press conference on Sunday morning and you're going to start hearing the truth. But let me just tell you directly, anything you've heard that I stole, I embezzled, anything like that is a bold-faced lie. I mean, there's nothing to base it on, exactly zero. And I'm going to give you one fact so that you know that I'm speaking the truth. When I got out of jail, I found a person in my organization who was stealing. And I said to, and he's on the board of directors, and I said to him, you need to go. And instead of going, he attacked me. So number one, look at the timing of it. Mm -hmm. He thought I was the greatest thing in the world until I confronted him, and then the slander started against me. And the second thing you need to know is he attempted to fire everyone and break up America's Frontline Doctors. So if you think America's Frontline Doctors is doing good work, you have to wonder why a guy's doing that. And in the process of trying to fire these people, who did he go after? He went after the accounting firm that discovered his theft. Mm. That's all you need to know, my friends, is that he tried to fire the accountant who uncovered his theft. It's all going to be revealed in court next week. Okay, so uh, Dr. Gold, is I, I've been wanting to ask her that. So um, Sunday is uh, coming up the 22nd, I believe. Yes, You're I'm gonna doing have... a press conference for media. So that, And the reason I'm, I'm doing it for media is because it's going to take a little while. And sure. I'm showing all the evidence. I'm showing the emails, and I'm showing the court documents. I'm showing the papers. Laying it all and, out. Laying it all out. Well, and the, the reality is, folks, there it, there's greed on this planet. May I share, may I share one specific yeah, fact? Be, yeah. Only because you may have heard this. You may have heard that I embezzled a house. Well, that's I, been talked about. Yeah, oh, my sure. goodness gracious. Yeah. Here's the mind-blowing thing. Here's mm -hmm. the mind-blowing thing that I don't understand how somebody comes out like this. That was, that was not only lie. That was perjury. I don't own this property. I've never owned this property. That, that's like, mm -hmm. I don't understand how someone thinks they're going to get away with a lie of such magnitude. Well, people so, will say anything. I'll make, and I'll make a joke. Yeah. I, I embezzled exactly the same way I insurrected. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's good. I know. Crazy. How utilize language and say or make or proclaim anything. Uh, I will just say this. Humanity, unfortunately, as much as I see the good in it, and there are good people doing wonderful work now, there's also other sides and experiences. And maybe you guys have been through things like this. I have been through things like this, accusations in my uh, younger career as well, and going, what the heck just happened here? Why is this happening? People will do all kinds of things if they can get something for nothing. And unfortunately, there are people like that. I don't like to think that, but that's part of life as well. So we have to be careful and guarded, unfortunately, as we go through life, especially if you're very popular and you're doing something really a new success. I want a piece of that. How can I get yeah. it? I cannot get it unless I do that. So again, these things shake out. So be slow to judgment on these things and be patient to listen and learn. And, you know, we'll continue because, you know, the idea behind gold care is something that is a time, idea is time has come. And I know you know you're not the only one doing these things. Yes. We, we, we couldn't meet the demand if all yes, of us did it. That is correct. But we've, we've got in the innovation of ideas and in the marketplace, right. that which will succeed in freedom succeeds because it's worthwhile, not exactly. because the government said, I've, I've given you a monopoly status. That, that's where the worst happens, the worst rises what in those I, cases. What I really hope people do is I, pe I hope people exit the... Mm medical Marxist system and stop feeding the beast yes. of the insurance model. So I hope all of the freedom initiatives succeed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. A violation of a fundamental spiritual relationship. They used to consider it a sacred relationship, doctor, patient. You start putting third-party interveners in there, you violate that sacred trust. 
And whether it's, it's government or even private in a sense, uh, it really is corrupting because then the doctor has to now respond to who's really paying the bills. The patient wants the care of the doctor. The doctor's torn, right? And the, and the patient can't pay the bills because it's become so expensive in a monopoly <laughs> with third-party interveners that uh, defer the cost or eliminate the, the real cost of, of delivery. Now, when you eliminate that third party, yeah. do you not find that the price comes down oh to almost gosh. affordable gonna, to everybody? I just have to tell you, like, it is shocking what the real prices of things. And I've known this as a doctor. But, for example, an ordinary blood test, a CBC, which, you know, if, if you get it through your insurance and then your mm -hmm. insurance pays part and then you're left with, like, an $18 copay and you think, wow, my insurance did a great job. They knocked that price down to 18 mm -hmm. If you got a cash price, it's, like, $3. Wow. So the cash price yeah. of things, you've been misled as to how much you need to get mm -hmm. tested and treated, and you've been misled on the price of those items, and yeah. you won't have that misleading in gold care. Well, Dr. Shimon Gold, God bless you. Thank you for dropping okay. by and saying hello and giving us a little bit of the backstory, which we've been wanting yeah. to get. So good timing on that. Y'all yes. check it out, especially if you're in media on the 22nd. I'm sure that there'll be access to all that you're presenting after the yes. fact, too. We've invited a lot yeah. of people. Some I don't... Perhaps I'll make sure you have an invitation as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. please let me know. Uh, check out Gold Care and all the good things that are happening out there. There's a lot of great innovation coming out of a lot of uh, difficult times as well. Remember, we had her on right before she went into the pokey. Yeah. And we said, write a book. And she, they let her out fast, too fast, so she couldn't write a oh, book. Oh, no, the book's but coming. The book's it's coming. still coming? It okay. was coming. It's called right. Selective Persecution. It's amazing. Select. Oh, thank you. Selective Sele Persecution. It's going to be about two more months till it's in print, but it's okay. so good. Beautiful. All right. Dr. Simone Gold here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So good to have you on. So we got a lot more healing to go on the Robert Scott Bell Show here from the uh, big event in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, that is being hosted uh, for Reawaken America. And uh, that was a fun surprise. I didn't know we'd get Dr. Gold on, so that was a fun surprise. Now, we're going to have uh, Dr. Christian Northrup coming on momentarily as well, which I'm very excited about. And uh, we, we first connected through Dr. Batar. And please send prayers to Dr. Batar. I hear he's still uh, going through some challenges as well. Uh, but we'll hopefully get uh, Dr. Northrup on in just a moment as well and get some more backstory on the things she's working with in terms of affidavits, signing, doctors, uh, scientists that you want to be participating in the solution to a lot of these things that ail us. Um, that is something Dr. Northrup has uh, coming out momentarily. So let me see if I can get her in here. Yeah, you're right here. It's fine. Perfect. Let me get you slide this on your head there, and then we'll get your microphone on. And we have it. Dr. Christian Northrup is on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Welcome back. Thank right. you. Thank Ooh, you. Thank I love you. this lady. She's amazing. So uh, did you already speak today? No. I'll no, speak you, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. So yeah. we'll get a sneak preview on that if you don't mind. I'd love partly. it. Partly. Mm -hmm. Also, you have a booth here at the event. Uh, mm -hmm. And I've met some of the people that are helping support you. And uh, they are really passionate about how do we correct what is really wrong as opposed to just tilting it pharmaceutical windmills. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, as soon as you realize all the courts are corrupted, mm -hmm. uh, most of the legislation, legislature in Washington is all corrupt. So you do something else. Okay. You, you, we're doing a strategy that's common law, but into statutory law mm -hmm. using affidavits, which are self-authenticating. We have created the 24 COVID commonalities. Anyone with their eyes up uh, open mm -hmm. uh, can see that uh, these are the truth. We have almost 300 exhibits. They're all on standfirmnow.org. Okay. And our goal is 4,000 sworn affidavits under penalty of perjury, uploaded, read into video by the individual, 
and uh, 4,000 of those, and then those will be filed in various mm -hmm. uh, jurisdictions by Sean Rice, who is our common law attorney. Okay. And then the judge has to tell you, through what's called negative averment, why every one of these is false. Mm. And they can't do it. Oh, my. Because they're all... And, and this is a common law affidavit strategy that goes... It's something that we've all forgotten. But right. those who are versed in both UCC law, mm. common law, statutory law, know how to do this. And that's our attorney, Sean, uh, Sean Rice. And yeah. because what he said, and it all started with one of my friends who is a pediatric cardiologist. And he had a patient come in, a young woman with chest pain, age 16, mm. had had the Pfizer shot. And he said... I don't want to sign the thing for you to play sports because the Pfizer shot's associated with myocarditis. I remember that. And I got to make sure that you're okay. And the mother reported him to the Board of Registration in Medicine. And so he's at risk of losing his license. And then I got him in touch with Sean Rice. And he said, before I answered any of their questions as to whether or not I would uh, talk about the shot or not talk about the shot... I would ask them, um, I want to see, I want to see your limited, we see, yeah, there's Judy Mikovits <laughs> is off, Judy, off screen Judy. right now, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I uh, want to see your limited immunity document mm -hmm. given to you by your county prosecutor's office um, to keep you immune from um, felony homicide. From, from participating yeah. in felony homicide. I'd like to see it, please. Mm -hmm. And then I would put a tape recorder on the table and read them their Miranda rights and say, let's begin. Okay. Okay, so that got my attention mm -hmm. with, with this attorney, Sean Rice. And then he said to me, well, here's what we need. We need this, da, 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 and we need to get them on a website. We've been working on it for months. And we do have thousands of these affidavits already uploaded on a server, but our person who was taking care of this mm. disappeared. Really? Really. Oh. So we don't know, but that's okay. We said, we're taking this hill. So we're doing it like this way. This is, you know, we're here yeah. and it's stand firm now. Then we're going to, if you go to the website, we have our other events listed. We're going to be in Franklin on Sunday. Uh, Sunday afternoon, I think it's 2 to 5. We've got all of that listed on the website. Okay. But believe me, we're doing this on a shoestring yeah. because we're just doing it. Standfirmnow.org okay. if you want to support these efforts. Now, do you still need more people to file affidavits? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. And, and is it a standard form or are they making it a unique and personal no, of their it's experience? No, standard, it's a okay. standard form where Thanks. anybody, any nurse, any doctor, any x-ray tech, anyone in the healthcare field... Mm -hmm would agree with these. Now, there's some people that still believe in viruses. So when I say on the affidavit, the virus has never been isolated, mm -hmm. I've had some people who say, no, I think it has. Okay, that's controversial. So we say, cross that one out. Okay, you, so you can... You, you can you can personalize it because right. you might not agree with every single statement, mm -hmm. but overall, you will agree with this. Mm -hmm. There were treatments. You didn't have to go home and come in again when you couldn't breathe. Yeah. There were easy treatments, the Zelenko protocol and so on. And, and those were demonized, like ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, all of that. In other words, we did not need... The only reason to give you an emergency use authorization 
for an experimental biologic mm-hmm. is that there aren't any other treatments. There were plenty of treatments. Plenty of treatments, And yeah. the uh, survival rate from this was about 99.6%. So there was no need for all this other You're stuff. You're talking about in the most vulnerable because obviously the younger you got, that survival rate goes up to 99.9 or, you know, That's right. it's ridiculous. That's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. Our fear of germs, I've said this so many times over the years, you may have heard me say it, is, is, is our vulnerability. Absolutely. And they exploited it to the nth degree, and, it, and if they could get away with it, they're going to try again. But right now I'm hearing, uh, you know, we'll go with cyber viruses, cyber war, because no, the other viruses are not yet. They so. have made it all up. Yeah. We yeah. have been, since the Rockefeller medicine, by the way, they made up the uh, Spanish flu yeah. epidemic of 1918. That was right. blown out of proportion. The only people who died were the ones who were injected or who had a mask on. Yeah, exactly. So we got to listen I to always, people. Christian, I always had, uh, uh, you know, when I realized what they used to proclaim that they had found a virus, one virus that killed everybody in 1918. Oh yeah. I was like, all right, well, what is the basis for that? Because I know that they hadn't, quote unquote, had electron microscopes to see at the level where they yeah. claim viruses exist. It was so far below microbial world beforehand. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I said, okay, all right, so where, where do they come up with this? And, they, and I looked and I said, they dug up a guy who died in Alaska. In 1918, and said he died of the flu. Let's see what's in him now that we can look at deeper. Oh my gosh, look what we found. This killed everybody. I'm like, you can't make this up. You and cannot. then from there, that story went around the world and around the world and around the world, and the whole viral fear porn, you know, was born at that point. Now, I recognize it's difficult to talk up to people about this issue without, you know, the extremes of. We, I just want to be able to talk about, like you said, hey, if you don't believe it, just cross it yeah, out. Yeah, it's okay. okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things we agree on. Yeah. And we can we can get along there and have this discussion for another time. Because I'm, I'm fascinated just from a scientist perspective. Dig deep. Learn. Ask questions. What does this mean? Your assumption here, is that substantiated or is that still an assumption based on what you think? Because a lot of these preconceived notions have them leading into what they call viral theory of, of, of and remember, disease causation. Okay, here, I'll tell you when it's really started coming into the medical literature. Okay, mm-hmm. you'd get all of these things. Emerging infectious disease. Yes. It's like we're always brainwashed into emerging. Why are they emerging? Why, why are they suddenly emerging? Mm-hmm. Then you look at Fauci. I mean, he killed, what, or the 100,000 guys uh, with um, in the HIV yeah. days in the 80s. Yeah. You know, Fauci, when, you know... When the role is called up yonder, Dude, he is going to make Hitler look like Stalin, a choir Hitler, boy. Yeah, they're, they're all going to be partying together where it's really hot, uh, and mm-hmm. it won't be a party. But, yeah, to your point, and these are the things I keep bringing up over the years, is I learned about Bechamp and the terrain. Always. And, and, That's and, right. And you come back to that, and you go, well, <clears throat> what do you have to catch anything? It's all there. If you alter the terrain, what do you you change the what grows there? That's right. And then you blame what grows there. It's like no, it's just doing what it's done because you gave it the right environment no, or the I, wrong one. Absolutely, I can remember. You know, when I was in early days of practice, and a woman would come in with, you know, she'd had eight episodes of yeast infections, mm-hmm. and I would say to her, finally, you know what. You don't have a monostat deficiency. Something's wrong yes, exactly. with the ecosystem of this yeah. area of your body. Yeah. Now, let's find out. And here's the deal. That area of your body, like every area of your body, is massively um, influenced by your emotions, by the people in your life, mm-hmm. by the food you're eating, by yeah. the air quality. And let's be clear. These... Uh, Global predators have been trying to kill humanity for decades. Yeah. Come on. It's we got the on. fluoride and we got the GMOs. This is nothing new. This is just the, the kill shot. But mm-hmm. because of the fast track that we're on, we're all in the crucible. I mean, I think of who I was three years ago. I am, 
like I knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Now I got all the data, mm-hmm. and so I'm you know sort of fully weaponized against <laughs> Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not gain of function research that it took. It just took listening to the voice of spirit and uh, having it. the experiences that are uh, we're allowed to have, and they happen for us. Always. That's yeah. been a motto recently. Mm-hmm. This is happening for me. But by me. the way, if you've had loved ones who've died or whatever, you know, they're immortal. Mm-hmm. There's you know, life beyond this life. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. I've been a student of the near-death experience for years. I had one decades. of those when I was in sixth grade. Did and you really? Never tra- yeah, yeah. That, that changed my worldview forever, of course. Well, that did. Yeah. You're like, okay, you can tell me what you want to th- say, but I've had this experience, and it's not going to work, you know. Uh, but but for me, it made me value and appreciate life more. I think some people are afraid that if you realize that you live beyond this life, that you'll somehow lose the value of this life. Oh, no, 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 because you'll know. It's yeah. like with my friend, uh, Daniel Brinkley, who mm-hmm. wrote Saved yes. by the Light. Yes, yes. Daniel goes, oh, like he's dead, right? And he goes over there, and he goes, oh, okay. This, this is uh, not what I thought. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, this is spiritual. Your soul is at risk here. Get it right mm-hmm. while you still can. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And so the fear of losing a, an appreciation for life, should you realize you live beyond this life, I think it's uh, another lie used to control us, used to control people. Because I, again, I embrace life ever more and appreciate it ever more, recognizing the, still, the majesty of it, the, the gift that it is, and how it's all orchestrated so extraordinarily, despite the things we go, I don't like that, I don't like that, that's not good, but it's happening for our benefit, ultimately. And these people are playing a part, not that I'm excusing their, what I would call evil behavior, but the choices that they made, I mean, I've made bad choices in my life, and God let me so that I would come back. Learn, repent, and do right now that I know right. Well, you know what? I've been thinking a lot about that term, repentance. Because mm-hmm. at first, in this whole thing, you know, I've been so canceled and name-called yeah, yeah. and all. So I really thought I needed people to apologize to me as things were turning. Mm-hmm. But I realize I don't. Because repentance means to clean your own heart. Mm-hmm. And if they don't repent, if they don't... Uh, have contrition that's on them yeah that's on them that uh, I thought repentance you know I had it a little mixed up oh get out the flail I was bad yeah, yeah. no no oh. it means you did something and you and you need to have your heart made clean yeah and you will be forgiven you mm-hmm. will be forgiven but it starts with you so whether or not you apologize to me I've gotten over it yeah but, but, but only recently. Yes. <laughs> I acknowledge my humanity in that regard, too, and yeah. the emotions that are very real, having you know, been on the brunt of receiving some nasty things. Oh, and you know you've been there, too. Mm. But there are people that are making what we call a sincere contrition. And oh, you can yeah. tell the difference so clearly. Isn't when, that true? And then others are just, oh, can't we just move on? Like, uh, no. No, no, sorry. No, no. Uh-uh. no. Don't you love that in yeah. the Atlantic Monthly? Emily oh, Oster. Yeah. It's time we for COVID amnesty. Okay. There's no amnesty without true repentance. Correct, yes. We made a mistake mm-hmm. here. And, and no are. one is going to get better. See, yeah. this, let me just be very clear biologically. Let's say you want to detox from this, that you, you, know, you took this thing. You're not going to be able to detox until you admit mm-hmm. that you made a mistake. Correct, correct. That yeah. you should have yeah. known better. No, it was easier to call me 
a racist QAnon conspirator than right. it was to look under the hood a little bit. Yes. That was easier. And now it's on you, babe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, exactly. I believe yeah. we're made in the image of God and we can turn it around. Exactly. I really know that. Yeah. I have, uh, uh, there's an article here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, it's in the show notes at robertscottbell.com today. It's from our friends at The Defender. Yeah. Uh, and they were talking about, uh, I think it was five different, here was it. Five steps public health officials must take to regain public's trust. Now, they're not going to take them, but let's just put them up and just talk about them briefly. <laughs> right, right, right. First, go back to the basics. What does that mean? They say voluntary measures more likely to induce cooperation, protect the public, whatever. But the idea of public health, I think it, public health is a legal fiction. I said that. No, it, pu- there's no such thing as public not. health. It's It's only individual health. It's my health or your health. Now, it, mm-hmm. in the confines of what they try to describe... There's nothing wrong with having clean uh, sanitation, sewage, no. hygiene yeah. practices. I mean, all of these are good, but they impact individuals. That's right? correct. It's yeah. just that if everybody drinks at the same water hole, then they go, oh, public, right? Yeah. But it's a collectivist idea. Right. So for the starting point, it's not really a, a sound concept from the words that they use. Now, they say invite dissenting experts to the table for open policy debate. They're not going to do it, but I agree. Like I've said, as a homeopath, they never invited me to the table no, on never. any of these things. I'm now, like, they're, now they're trying to make homeopathy illegal. illegal. Like dangerous. There's okay. Listen, yeah. people. Yeah. There's nothing in there. Mm. Like, go ahead mm. and uh, put a homeopathic remedy to the test. There's nothing there because it's energetic. Yeah. Ooh. But then they say, well, then it can't possibly work. And what you're going to harm yourself is not by the remedy because you don't get the real drug. And I'm like, oh, the third leading cause of death, real drug? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that real drug. The yeah. one that's not real unless it can kill you drug? That, yeah, that, that one. That's right. Okay, All right. Good. So number three, it says... Vindictive moral superiority is terrible public health message. <laughs> I tell them that all the time. They don't listen. No. <laughs> like, no. Listen, when I went to the state house mm-hmm. in order to testify against the then 79 mandated shots by the age of 18, mm-hmm. I, uh, could, I knew that what they were doing, we had in Maine a 95% voluntary childhood vaccination uptake, but people just wanted to space them or they wanted to whatever. They made it up. So what they did was they created, and I'm grateful, Mm -hmm. they created a situation where now nobody trusts any vaccines and they shouldn't, and they shouldn't. Let right. me say it again, and they shouldn't. So they can't help themselves. They are vindictive. They're, okay. They claim to have moral superiority. And yep. even if you tell them, hey, you're doing it wrong, they're like, it do- that doesn't matter. They and don't the other thing, that. if you're a public healthy now, which mm-hmm. is like a cult, yeah, all you got is vaccines. That's it. That's, That's all what you, you got. got. Yeah. yeah. They don't have any other leg to stand on. And even the soap and water is not good enough for them. They need toxic chemicals. Always. I mean, all the things that actually destroy the layers of your microbiome, external and internal. That's so, right. That's right. You know, on the planes where they'd give you these hand sanitizers, yeah. it's like, no, no, mm-hmm. working on my microbiome, not yeah. doing it. Okay. So here, number four, they say, if they're going to fix public health, sincerely apologize to people who were fired, maligned, censored, or physically harmed. No, they harmed. can't do that, because that's repentance. Yeah. That, they can't do that. They would acknowledge uh, that they are going to be held to account for their actions, and so they're not likely to do that. You're right. Number five, none of the above will matter if public health officials do not tell the truth, which they can't, because their entire career is based on... What I would like is to see the entire, and it will, mm-hmm. the entire... Uh, WHO, World Health Organization, fall flat on its face. Uh, the main CDC, the, the CDC, the national CDC, COVID mm. death cult. Yeah. Time to it for it to go. Yeah. And it will. And yeah. it will. 
the idea, of course, of uh, dismantling these things is frightening to some, but, you know, what happens if we don't have a fear and death administration? Oh, my gosh, the third leading cause of death that they regulate, might, you might think twice about taking a drug that you now say, oh, well, the FDA says it's okay. If it says it's okay, I kind of run the other way. Uh, so Always. Yeah. Yeah, fascinating Always. journey. Uh-huh. Dr. Christian Northrup, again, this, the website standfirmnow.org. Correct. Standfirmnow.org is mm-hmm. uh, where you want to check it out. That's right. And you can send us an email, mm-hmm. and we will help you uh, do this if you're not at one of our events. Mm-hmm. But if you come to one of our events, we are having the notary right there, and we will have you read it into video right there. And by the way, mm-hmm. there's something so empowering about reading the COVID commonalities Mm-hmm. It's you standing up for yourself and your truth, reading it into video. It changes Look at Lori. You. We love you, Dr. Christian Northrup. I have several of your books. Thank you. Why don't you have all of them? <laughs> <laughs> Just teasing, Lori. Thank you for that. That's wonderful. Wonderful, Great. wonderful. So it's, it's such, a, for me, it's like whenever I see you and get together, I, I just, I know we haven't spent a lot of time in this lifetime together, but there's such a kindred the moment I see you. I just like, my heart gets happy. It's great. And it's getting together great, and actually talking about these things, just, it, it, I know why. It's, there's elation associated with people that can see through the lies, stand strong in the midst of a lot of fear mongering, and, you know, be right, but not be arrogant. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that. Right? I mean, there's that because yeah. they are arrogant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the two. Secret. They're psychopaths. Mm-hmm. They're not human. <laughs> Very good point. It's like yeah. uh, we can make fun of ourselves. We can laugh at ourselves and, and realize that, you know, it is in the big scheme of things, you look down. If you've had a near-death experience like I've had, you look down and you're like, well, it's pretty funny. Uh, this is really, and you know, Daniel Brinkley is one of the funniest people yes, I have is. ever met. Mm-hmm. Ever met because mm-hmm. he's been dead three times. Yep. And he goes, oh, listen. Uh, and here's what one of his funniest lines. If you're breathing, you're leaving. <laughs> Yeah, he says, what are you going to do, kill me again? That's right, what are you going to do? How many times are you going to try this? That's right. Uh, So, you know, the idea of finding the joy in life in the midst of this, and it's it's funny, too, because we're here at this point in time in whatever we call history, and we've taken on some serious stuff. Oh, we have, but we were born for this. I mean, don't you feel, Mm -hmm. we were born for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the signal went out Mm -hmm. in March of 2020, you know, which is boom, and we all woke up. At least I did. I mean, I was on the same path. I said, oh, something is way off here. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of us did. Yeah. And now we've all found each other. Now we're stronger than ever. This is God's internet. It is. It's it's a beautiful thing. So, um, in addition to this event here in Nashville, you said you've got someone coming up in Franklin, Tennessee yep, yep, soon. Yep, on Sunday, and then we're going to be in Asheville, North Carolina. Okay, and I think I'm waking up in Franklin on Sunday, so I'll be already be wherever you're going to be. I don't oh, know that, what's going on. That would be good. It's uh, we've got the you know the addresses on the website. Okay, and um, it's a beautiful little place and we're going to have the notary there and you'll be able to sign the affidavits so bring doctors bring nurses and by the way yeah hi if you're a doctor Mm -hmm. i'm pretty disappointed in my profession overall but i'm hoping that i can count on you Mm -hmm. i think the nurses are going to 
pull this off yes. more than the doctors. We have some great, great nurse yeah. friends here. Um, Kimberly Overton, the Nurse oh, Freedom yeah. Network. Now, now, Kimberly, we're going to be at her place on Saturday night. Wonderful. And, yeah, at her, her event in Nashville. We're going to be hanging out a lot lately. I we think are. this is happening. This is really, really making me smile even bigger. So right. who's that standing up over there? She was with you this at your booth. This is Gail. We should have Gail come over here. Yeah, Gail is a nurse from, uh, she was from Kaiser, and she watched this whole thing roll out. Remember when the nurses were all dancing? Yeah, yeah. And the hospital was not full, and then the shot rolled out. Isn't that interesting? And she should have, tell that story she here. She needs to tell that story. See hey. if we can get Gail. Hey, Gail. Christy. Christy, can you get Gail right there? To the left. Yeah. Gail. Gail, over there. Yes, yeah. Gail. Then yes, we're going to get Gail McRae yeah. on. So I want to give her this, yes. and then she's good. Get Dr. Gail. Dr. Christian Northrup, standing ovation. Woo! We love you. <laughs> okay. Thank you for okay. being here with us. Okay, so. now you got to hear from Gail. All right, okay. stand by. All right, we're going to get Gail McRae in there. She was working with Kaiser, and we're going to hear some fascinating inside stories that you might maybe suspect, but you've actually not heard yet. And I just met her recent, briefly at their booth here at the uh, Reawaken America tour. And so we're going to hear from her next. Stand by. I mean, what she has to relate to you, it's, it, as you thought it was bad, it's worse what happened and what they've covered up. And so let's bring her in here. Put that, those headphones on, and I'll unmute you here. And this is Gail McRae. Welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Let me just that for you. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. It's, it's to wonderful see. to be here. Look at she's smiling too, and, and she's got stuff she's seen that's, that won't make you smile. What she's going to share with us. So you were working at a hospital with Kaiser. There's a lot of backstory here. I want you to set the stage for what you witnessed, and you know you're an unofficial whistleblower because you're, you blew the whistle on it. We need to hear what's going on. What happened? Yeah, so I have been a nurse for about 10 years. Uh, I was a BSN RN. I worked for Sutter and Kaiser, always hospital-based medicine. Uh, I, I started in ICU. I worked in telemetry, med surge, and eventually I went to graduate school to become a certified nurse midwife and nurse practitioner uh, and women, women's health nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. And I uh, was actually working in the Bay Area in California throughout the pandemic uh, the, the pandemic. <laughs> is that is that where they have sewage on the streets? Is that what I hear? Yeah, actually, it's, like, it's terrible. It's like going back to the Middle Ages, you know? It's like, what is that? Yeah. But you're in hospital setting. You're working with patients. The COVID thing happens, and you witness some things that are not making sense to you necessarily. Yeah, even from the get-go, uh, the media was talking about how the hospitals were full and they were not full. The whole year of 2020 and the mm -hmm. winter of 2021, yeah. we had average numbers of hospital admissions. And, and in fact, most of that year, I was getting canceled and sent home. So when Wait. the hospitals are empty, they'll yeah. send the nurses. I, um, I would often request to get canceled because I have a couple little kids. So I'd be like, yeah, I'll take that cut. I'll go home and be with my kids. So where were those lines that they saw, showed on the news? People couldn't get in. They were lying down everywhere in ERs. What was that? Yeah, so I know nurses from all over the state of California. And, you know, there were a few of them that were more hesitant to acknowledge that their hospitals were empty. But most of the nurses that I know uh, would tell you that, yes, in fact, they did not have increased hospital admissions throughout that entire first part of the pandemic. And then uh, literally within an, a matter of weeks of the rollout of the injections, uh, our hospital hit three times higher admission rates than they'd ever seen since the hospital opened their doors. I, I think I need to hear that again. Say that again. So within... 
weeks of the rollout of the vaccines, the COVID shots, mm-hmm. that is March of 2021 mm-hmm. in my community, yes. we had a really high compliance rate. 90%, 80 to 90% of my community ran out to get the shot as soon as it became available. Mm-hmm. My hospital, within two to three weeks of the rollout of that injection, hit three times higher admissions than they had ever seen since the hospital opened their doors, and that was in 1990. So that's over 30 years that hospital was open. Wait a second. That was like the height of the pandemic of the unvaccinated, wasn't it? Well, that's what they would say to you, but I'll tell you what. They created charts that Mm -hmm. prevented us from documenting that patients were fully vaccinated. Explain that. So if a patient came in with COVID... And, uh, and, and you, you, they get that diagnosis of COVID, a chart populates. And that chart, uh, you know, you can do all kinds of things in the chart. But, but at the top of that chart, they give you an option to document the patient's vaccination status. And the chart would only offer us two options. We could either document that that patient was unvaccinated or that their vaccination status was unknown. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're saying... There wasn't a third option of vaccinated. It was like not vaccinated or unvaccinated and unknown. Correct. So that way they could report all these COVID cases and or deaths in 100% unvaccinated or unknown. That is correct. And I'll tell you what, at that same time that Mm -hmm. all that was happening and I was looking at the media and the media was saying that the hospital was full of unvaccinated, I was looking at the patients on the COVID floors and most of them were fully vaccinated. So it's not only that they were creating fraudulent data that was being represented in the media, I was seeing it firsthand in the hospital that that is not how it was actually happening in reality. So after the COVID jabs came out, we could argue, as I've said, that this was a pandemic of the jab, of the vaccinated. Yeah, you know, it was It was definitely, well, more than that, I mean, the... The cases of, of hospital admissions, that threefold increase, that wasn't va- that that wasn't from COVID. Yeah, that those was were from injuries. injuries. Those were so we went from a hospital of one floor for cardiac issues to basically the whole hospital was full of patients with cardiac issues. So it was so those the, that threefold increase that was uh, heart attacks, strokes, pulmonary embolisms, peripheral vascular clotting disorders, and new onset autoimmune disorders. In my whole career, ten years, I'd probably treated maybe three people with Guillain-Barré syndrome. Within two weeks, I saw five. Unbelievable. I mean, it, yeah. it, it was so surreal, mm-hmm. the correlations between what I now know are the adverse effects of the injections to the patient population that I was seeing uh, within, like I said, within weeks of yeah. the rollout. Right. So uh, reality is not what you think it is. It's and really you, not. And you were there in the midst of it, and now you're trying to tell the world, have you got any backlash? Oh, absolutely. So I was fired. Uh, I I had natural immunity. I had had my blood tested. I got COVID in uh, November of 2020. So by the time the shots were rolled out, Mm -hmm. I had had confirmed natural immunity. And being in graduate school, I was reading the data. 
And even in the Pfizer clinical trials, you know, the results were, to me were concerning. Uh, a lot of people weren't actually reading the data because if you actually look at the data in that, in that six-month study, mm-hmm. uh, there were actually higher numbers of deaths and adverse events in the vaccination group mm-hmm. compared with the control. And so I decided, you know, I don't want to take the risk. I have natural sure. immunity. And so uh, I, I formed a group in my community for practitioners who were under fire. Uh, there were three of us who got together. There was 120 practitioners that came to that uh, on and off to that meeting. We had a weekly in-person mm-hmm. meeting. And out of all those practitioners that showed up, I'm the only one to stand up and speak out despite the fact that they all know. And that's the hard thing mm-hmm. that we're up against is that, you know, there are so many practitioners who, you know, they're afraid to lose their jobs. And it's sad. You know, it's like it keeps coming back to this fear factor. No job is worth the innocent slaughter, a slaughter of innocence, if you will. And, and what is it about you and your makeup that stimulated you to stand against this despite all the threats to your job and other things? Why did you stand up and not them? You know, I keep coming back to that because it's so interesting. You know, there are so many people who know, they know what's going on and they won't come forward. And I would have to say that I have always had a really interesting life. Before um, I was a nurse, I've done a lot of traveling. Um, I've been, my husband and I have lived in the third world countries. And, um, you know, I just did a lot of things that were really challenging and I, and I think it, what, those, what those journeys did for me is they really helped lay a platform for courage mm. because I, I learned how to exercise courage and the power in it. Because that's the thing I think a lot of these practitioners don't understand, which is so sad. I, I look around at them and I see, you know, their spirits are diminished. You know, they've made these choices to compromise their ethics and integrity, and you see them diminish their souls. And then I look at my, you know, and then I feel it for myself, uh, the power in taking the higher, you know, choice and and honoring my integrity. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, okay, I lost my job, but I found something else 10 times more incredible. You have a whole new community of people who love and care and appreciate you, despite all of the things that have been thrown at you. And I, and I wish this was something everybody knew. They'd probably all go, oh, of course I'm going to do what, what you did. I, I just, yeah. It's just disappointing, though. But this is life. This is the experiences we must have. Um, uh, Gail McRae uh, also connected with Christian Northrup, who we had on earlier this hour. StandFirmNow.org. You've been helping her to gather mm-hmm. signatures. Do you have a personal website or anything like that, or is this your main focus right now? That's it. Uh, and on that website, anyone can contact me. So we are definitely just so passionate about building this foundational um, platform of evidence because, I mean, really that's what it's going to take. It's going to take the practitioners, um, you know, standing up and finding their courage and saying, you know, what can I do? This is something people can do. You know, it's, it's just taking little steps to, um, you know, redesign the system. Yeah. Well, Gail, you're a credit to the nursing profession, much less just humanity when you stand up and do the right thing to, to, you know, in the face of a lot of obstacles, a lot of threats, a lot of fear, to not cower to that fear. We need more living examples like that. And I thank you for working with Dr. Northrup on this event uh, or this, this how would you say this program, standfirmnow.org, to make a difference, to make a transformation here, to stop this insanity from continuing. Thank even, you. Even a day longer. So, 
Uh, I thank you again for what you're doing. I thank you for being here. Did you connect with Kimberly Overton and the Nurse Freedom Network? I have. Right? I'm real excited to get together with Kimberly. We're going to do some great things. Absolutely. Good. The nurses may save us. <laughs> Yeah, and I hope the, so. I wish the doctors were as uh, as uh, encouraged to do the right thing as the nurses. And again, I recognize individuals in any profession, you have an opportunity to, to do it. But in, in, in a large group dynamic setting, doctors tend to go right over the cliff with the rest of them, more so than almost anybody else. So uh, again, uh, I'm grateful to be here in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you all, all, everybody watching as well, live or later for your support of this message of health, freedom, healing, liberty. And uh, the information you've revealed just in a short few minutes is, again, it's stunning. It's not so much shocking here because we've covered a lot of this, but stunning on the real ground level that you witnessed it to report what we've said. I think this is what's happening here. I think that they're faking this. I think it was actually the jab that was going to, and you're like, you saw it firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll stay in touch if anything else breaks on that. Thank you. Okay. All right, Super Don, back in studio. Uh, hopefully all is going well for the most part. We've got a whole other hour of broadcast healing. We'll see what other surprise guests we have in store. In the meantime, uh, tell your friends to come on and join us at the Robert Scott Bell Show and support those who support this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. Back after this brief top-of-the-hour education moment or two because the power to heal is yours. Dude, I'm I'm just blown away by the exciting guests we've had, the amazing first hour of the show. The only one, I, I knew we were going to have Dr. Christian Northrup. Everything else was a bonus. It was really cool. Uh, and uh, we may have, we might have there. Super Don, I don't know if we have much in terms of our, our interplay. I know that we got to be careful with it, with the delay happening. But how's it going so far? What can you give me report so, on? So far, so good. So far, so good. Everything's, uh, you know, it's. For whatever reason, at these uh, these events, when you go to them, and it's just so people know, they've got, like, Wi-Fi there. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many people are there. If you had to estimate, how many people would you say are probably in the, in the media room there uh, probably competing with you? Well, you know, there are, are a, Wi-Fi. A, 100 people in here at least, but I don't know that they're all competing. Yeah. But even so, it's more oh, than you've normal. you got everybody else connected yeah. to it and sure. you, you, the phones and all that stuff. So you've got like one Wi-Fi for everybody. Yeah, no, but my so. point is, I guess, uh, I know not everybody's using the same Wi-Fi, but still, they're a lot more than normal. Okay. So, yeah, it is a challenge. Right. So I noticed at one point I saw yeah. it go red and yellow, but hopefully the most part you were able to hear it. I did record the for entire hour. For the most hour. part, yeah. Oh, yeah. For the most part, it's fine. Okay. And I've, got, I've just started the second hour of the show uh, recording as well, so... Uh, I've not done this or had the capacity to back it up like this. So if there's ever an issue, right. we can also have it as an audio file, which is great news. Yep. So the uh, th uh, theoretically, the podcast, when that goes out, will be uh, a much better quality. You won't have the glitches that might be happening on the live stream right now. Yeah. I missed, I missed about 20 seconds of the opening of hour two uh, because I'm not used to hitting the record button. I separated them out. So, but I don't, You could have just let it go. I, I know I'm just not I'm just like it's so big so it's a huge file but it can handle it I know uh, but it'll, it's the yeah. first time I'm doing it and again this is all thanks to you guys and gals out there that support us 
uh, either through Patreon or direct donations, like we've had some folks that have made it possible to have these Roadcaster Pros. Uh, I'm just thrilled that, that as we are learning of, of the capacity to, to, to work with this, uh, we have amazing things happening. Now, uh, Super D, um, uh, can you put up the Energy Bits? Because I've got a couple of packets with me. I just want to say thank you to Energy Bits. They have really been helping my wife in particular since we got these things in from the last event we were at in Florida. If you go to energybits.com, you have the spirulina and the chlorella, and they come in big t- tubes or tubs, and you can you know put them in little tins to travel with. They have a little travel package, and you know even one or t- you know one little little compact. I don't even know if it's a tablet of uh, the spirulina. It's like a whole plate of vegetables. That's how dense they, this is in nutrients. So uh, if it, it kind of reminds me, it's kind of like like an Altoids type thing, right? Yes. The, the tin with mm-hmm. the with the yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. that. I too. want to get me some of those. Yeah, we're gonna work on that. So energybits.com, check it out. Use the code RSB20 to get twenty percent off when you buy it. Uh, it th- that's amazing. Now, other things you can get discounts on. Most everything, if you go to robertscottbell.com, you can see banners on the side of the page. You can scroll down. Folium PX, which is another thing that's helping a lot of people, and particularly my mom. She's doing the whole, the three, the triumvirate of the different things at foliumpx.com. Uh, Use the code RSB10 or call them directly and say, hey, I heard about it from the Robert Scott Bell Show. This is Chernobyl-level antioxidant support, countering even radiation uh, or components of things that cause it. So this is next level. And the more I uh, discuss the minerals and the, the antioxidant activ- activity issues, the more I realize, all right, I got a story to tell. This is how I'm going to tell this story. So I'm getting ready, uh, was it yesterday, to head out to the airport. My wife's going to take me to the airport, which, you know, I know she's, she doesn't like driving long distances, but I said, I'll take a Lyft or Uber back uh, when I come back Sunday night. So I'm getting stuff done in the morning. I'm packing up my equipment. And all of a sudden, knock, knock, knock on the door. Uh, my buddy Scott shows up. And, you know, he's a naturopathic, a natural doctor and uh, part of the group that we're part of. And I've had him on the show. A wonderful man. He's also a pilot. He's been in the military. Quite an extraordinary man. And, you know, I always like spending time with him. We don't get a lot of time together uh, because we're just so busy. Everybody's so busy. They even have a full working farm with animals where they are in the Central Valley where he is. And he's knocking on He's like, oh, Scott's here. How cool is that? And I'm busy, you know, packing things up and... He's like, yeah, I heard from your son um, that he has some of the stuff for Laban and Anna, some materials uh, or, or, like, equipment that they left when they went to Mexico. And they, he and his wife and daughter were going to go visit in Mexico, have a week-long or a few days vacation. And so he was there to pick it up, and my son was supposed to have it at work, and he forgot it at home, so it was perfect. Everything worked out perfect. And at this, the same time, I'm like, oh, honey, Scott's here. He lives near the airport. I, th- I don't think you have to take me anywhere. She's like, oh, my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> so uh, we get in the car. It's just a beautiful happenstance, one of those, uh, you know, uh, momentary thank you, God, right, moments. And we're on a nice, having a great conversation on the way to the airport, just leisurely going down. Everything's working beautifully. And he recently injured his ankle, had a severe ankle sprain, and has been doing uh, a lot of the minerals I've talked about, homeopathics the hyperbaric oxygen, and he's telling stories about how he interacted with the, uh, um, the, the hospitals or, or the places that do the scans, like MRIs, they have to wear masks. He's like, I'm not wearing the mask. So I'm just like, we're having a great conversation about all these things, but 
it occurred to me in the with the rapidity with which he was recovering. It comes back to these minerals. You know how much we focus on minerals here, whether it be selenium, chromium, silica, copper, magnesium, you name it, that we're all suffering more than we, even I realize, more than even I realize, with a severe significant deficiency. And not so severe that we're dying of a mineral deficiency, most of us, but yet even in the cases of cancer. Again, that's long-term mineral deficiencies. But in normal regenerative processes, you know, when you have an injury, they say, ice it. And now we're looking at that going, you know, maybe that was wrong. Maybe the heat that's generated in inflammation is about the recovery and healing. And how about stabilize it completely? Maybe some level of movement is important for the movement of fluids through that system. But the minerals, the minerals, the minerals coming in has been the key for years here. And I'm just trying to relate, and I'm probably failing miserably at this, Supernon, but the minerals that we think we have enough of, even if you're supplementing, it's still not enough. And that's why I say when, you know, my wife starts taking these energy bits or or my mom starts taking the folium, it's like that influx is next level of recovery. So if you think, no, 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 I'm eating well, look at me, Mr. Organic, and I still realize I'm not getting enough minerals. What? What do I got? You want him on? Oh, I'm standing on his court. Well, yeah. You know, I haven't been adjusted by this guy in a while, so I'm paying him back by standing on his cord. Welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. My pal, my buddy, hashtag Megaphone Marine, hashtag 1776 Forever Free. Gordy Lee Williams back on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Gordy! I, I am honored, even though we can't see... Super Don is somewhere behind the scenes, He's right? He's there. He might what, stay hello. What's going on there, Big Sexy? <laughs> there Gotta he give is. a thumbs up and a peace sign to Super Don. We got Kev over here. Yes. There he is. There he is. Now, now we got the whole family. Cool. Yes, I love re- it. Reunion time. Re- reunion time. I hear I hear some music playing in the background, right? It's probably Christian or maybe it's uh, Barbara Streisand. <laughs> it's probably no, Barry Manilow. Oh, is it Barry Manilow? Yeah, yeah, okay, there you go. There so you I, go. Got, I, got, I got to go to Cordy's. Uh, a Christmas party and it was crazy how many people I actually knew there some of my friends Tracy and such and I'm trying to encourage Super Don and his wife to come down to Solana Beach where I stayed because our dear friend Allison has offered that he and his wife could come and take a break too oh dude you so, have to do it bro now the only thing I would yeah, ask I'm looking is, forward to it Super Don this is what I'm asking I'm adding something to your list when you come down if Cordy's still there and he's got an office would you take care of Super Don and his I, wife if oh he came my to goodness, see you? I would love to. Yeah. Yeah, on the house. Right? On Doctor the house, of chiropractic. <laughs> How about look, I want you guys to be cared for when you're All down right. there. You're loved and appreciated. And Cordy, I had this feeling, the heart of gold that he is. He's like, come on in, I want to take care of you too. I love it. Let's do it. You tell me when, Super Don. I'm serious, oh. man. You're welcome anytime. I, I, you I and your will wife let you know for sure. Yeah. I love it. Does he have All to right. do a coffee enema before he comes? Yeah, yeah, we. It's a mandatory coffee oh, no. enema. Oh well, that ruined that. <laughs> yep, yep. It's mandatory coffee enema, and then you know you just you, you have to repeat some. <laughs> but you're gratitude. not gonna. You're not gonna check so he could say he had it. You're not gonna like show show me the proof. And no, we 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 won't do that. We used to do that. We we kind of shifted that policy, but but we do. You have to write twenty five. Um, Pledges or declarations to the Communist Party and that no. you love China and Joe Biden and all that. No. So, you know, that is one of the mandatory things that we require. So. Of course. Look at him in his Che Guevara hat. <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Not. What see, are we going to do See here? the kind of fun when we get Cordy back on? What are we going to do? Absolutely. It's been too long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I've been recovering, guys. It's mm-hmm. kind of... 
you know, um, the last year, 2022 was, was an interesting one. Um, lost my, well, last two years, lost my dad, my stepfather, my uncle, and about eight weeks ago, my mom. Mm. And June after the campaign, we're, we're rebooting the practice. Um, God's really got his hand on that, but mm-hmm. really just kind of stepping away and kind of assessing the battlefield. Um, you know, we're going to start raising money for candidates classes, mm-hmm. but really just digging back into my six-year-old and four-year-old. Cause I, you know, I feel at some point I made, I put my identity in the fight instead of putting my identity in my creator. Mm-hmm. And, and so See, I think it's an easy trap. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But again, I know your heart, and I know you, you would come back. You're not going to leave for a long time, and this is part of our journey to learn, to go in. And a kudos to you, my friend, for jumping into the fight that you felt like this is worth fighting. You didn't shy away from it, and you're better for it. Despite well, things, you might go, man, that sucked, and that sucked, and that sucked. Well, I didn't like that. But what are you now? Better. Yeah, no, and, and, and I think that's the other thing, too. You know, there's all these different people that, that – I've met the last three years and, you know, we're not over, we're just retooling. It's like, mm. how can we help from afar? And that's why I'm trying to do a lot of online resources and stuff to fast track people um, while I can still be home and I don't have to do, you know, I don't know how many, uh, Robert, I, I would imagine we were gone to 50 different, 50 to 100 different events between the start of the COVID scam and probably probably June. Yeah. You thought I travel a lot. Year. I got nothing on Cordy when he was hitting the hitting the circuit. Now you're back on the circuit here. We're at the uh, uh, Reawaken America tour. You're speaking today or tomorrow? Tomorrow at 4:45, and okay. uh, we're gonna have it, it's gonna be a very heartfelt, emotional mm-hmm. kind of tribute in what my mom taught me. Yeah, transition into why we're doing these candidates classes and yeah. some of the stuff she kind of told me. Um, before she transitioned, you know, mm-hmm. um, so I'm, you know, I'm really excited about it. Definitely going to be a different message than I've done in the past. Yeah. And plus, while he's doing this heartfelt message uh, for his mom passing here, the, the cad that I am says, hey, say hi to the Robert Scott show when you're on stage. I'm like, what a cad I am. No, no, that's easy. That's easy. People need to know about the best how kept much, secret. How, exactly. And how much you've sacrificed to do because to take a stand you know i took a stand for three years uh not to age you but you've been taking a stand for three or four decades yeah well you know this is my 24th year broadcast healing of course almost 30 years in uh, in natural medicine of course and yeah we've seen a lot but uh it strengthens my resolves when i resolve when i meet someone like dr cordy who's you know granted younger than me although can you tell (laughs) yeah the hair probably but it Every, but he's looking at this baby, baby right face. Now. I finally shaved. Everybody notices that I had a scruffy beard. Well, I won't call it a beard. It was a scraggly something until <laughs> yesterday when I came here. Uh, but to, uh, to find out that there are people of every generation now coming up that are willing to stake, take that energy of youth and put it to good purpose and not to be misled and deceived. But in the meantime, any of us can be misled and deceived at any moment. The moment we get cocky is a moment, you know, we get, we get played. So be careful about that, but be humble as you move forward, but also know that you're walking in light and right. And so don't shy away from that. And yet you'll learn along the way. We all have, and you have as well. You're impacted again 
uh, the bile that's been made stronger through this. And, you know, your family is, is wonderful. I got to see the kids as well. They were going crazy that night at the Christmas party. <laughs> I don't know. It was fun, though. Fun, fun of uh, a lot of kids were there at the office. Yeah, it's funny. I think we counted like 20 or 30 kids. And, you know, we normally advertise this thing, this, this Christmas party, mm-hmm. three, four weeks in advance. But I was just all over the place. So we advertised it about three or four days before mm-hmm. and still wound up with the whole place packed. Mm-hmm. 60 people there, bunch of kids, and, you know, we just had an epic time, and, uh, you know, I couldn't have, there wasn't a better energy that could have been created right before Jesus' birthday than that, because you had family and friends, and just, it was just awesome, just loving energy, you know? That was nice. Really nice, to, nice to visit with you and see you in your element there, uh, and that was fun. So we've got a lot more healing to go. You've got healing stories to share with this group as well. And, you know, the thing is your reflection, you know, your life reflects not even more so much what you say, even though that's the funny thing about you being hashtag megaphone marine. We talk about speaking out, right, voice? But, you you know, being a living example for standing up against tyranny, against the things that are happening and not being willing to just, like, let it slide while our kids are growing up in what kind of country? Yeah, you know, I think that's a good point. I think that... Uh, for so long we've been complacent and it's kind of like we felt like the government was going to save us right and 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 we all just paid our taxes and um you know i remember on the road when i stayed at your house Mm -hmm. you were educating me on property tax and how that works and i just never would have thought you know we get so conditioned like pavlov's dog Mm -hmm. right it's like it's like whether it's the pharmaceutical industrial complex, all, like all, all these machines work together. The sick care system we have, you know, the, the, you know, the medical schools. What people have to add is there's no difference between that machine and the political media apparatus. Mm-hmm. It's all one swampy establishment genocidal plan, <laughs> right? And, and like, like a I, playground you really want to go into, yet you attempted to go in there. <laughs> I, I did. I did. And it's an easy place to lose your soul mm-hmm. if you're not really, really just convicted in morals and ethics and, and what you want for your kids. And I think that's why checking into your why is so important. But, yeah. you know, I think we need to support people like you, like Del, uh, uh, Del Bigtree, Sherry Tenpenny. You know, um, there's so many out there, Dr. Eric Naputi, but like people, and I'm not just saying people that are at this event, I'm saying folks that are about solutions. Because if we're not, if we're not solution oriented at this point, like, like what are we doing? You know, everybody was clapping their hands in the air and excited because mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy, yeah, you know, won, won the speakership and I'm only going to get political for a minute because, <laughs> Go ahead. you know, Kevin McCarthy you know, there's Democratic and Republican scumbags. All of them are scumbags unless they honor their God, mm-hmm. the Constitution, and saving our kids, in my opinion. Yeah. And Kevin McCarthy is only doing the right thing right now. A lot of patriots that might align with the Republican Party, you know, they don't understand he's only doing the right thing because he was leveraged and his hand he was, was forced. forced to. Yeah. He's exactly. going to go back to the same thing. If, it, if it's, he's an opportunist. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to understand as patriots. Politicians, at their very nature, are opportunists, mm-hmm. and and I feel like the education around that, who to vote for, what to do, and 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 how to make change is kind of our next thing that we need to step into. The wisdom That's of the founders would uh, bring us back to our senses and say, you want to limit the power of a centralized bureaucracy at any and every level. 
of course, the federal government, big time, you know, and you, you try to go in there and make change, and I uh, applaud you and support you, and anybody that has the bliss to do so. In fact, one of my dearest, best friends this lifetime, Jonathan Emord, who I may have mentioned to you, he's on with me every week and has been for years, the Sacred Fire of Liberty Hour. Wow. Uh, he's a constitutional attorney. He's beaten the FDA back a world record eight times. He's taken on FTC oligarchy. Stug. He's written books on it, and uh, he's a guy... T- to me, like a, a Ron Paul and Rand Paul. He, he, but Ron couldn't be bought. This guy can't be bought. And if he goes in to defeat Tim Kaine two years from now in Virginia as U.S. Senator, which I think he'll win, he will win if he runs, and he's about on the verge of maybe making the announcement from Exploratory Committee, he's got a lot of support. But the thing is, even though he's got the support, he can't be bought. The guy is, yeah. and he's got story after story, and I know him personally, so I'm like, Here's here's where I have my dilemma in talking about this with you, Cordy, as well. It's like, at the same time, I don't want to invest much of anything in the federal government. I recognize yeah. there are people that are here to do that. And I want to support those good people that will make a difference at that level, is my point. And if, and if I find a person, like, of good character and heart, I'm going to say, yes, I endorse him, I support him. It doesn't mean we're ignoring the other things that we all need to do in terms yeah. of bringing the power back locally and living our most powerful life in the spirit. Well, and, you know, I'm glad you said that, Robert, because I think you're onto something. I don't think that, you know, anymore I'm kind of of the opinion that the federal system is dead, mm-hmm. it's lost, and not to be negative, but I think we're screwed there. I really do. I think, you know, there, you know people can argue some congressional races, like the whole machine just mm-hmm. needs an overhaul. Yeah. And I saw that firsthand. There are backroom conversations that Oof. I've been privy to that, that, that I could tell people off air individually that mm-hmm. where if you saw what I saw in nine months mm-hmm. of being, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I wasn't a national news story like Joe Kent's race in Washington, but I also wasn't some unknown character. I was probably in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. But I was privy to so many conversations, Robert, yeah. where if you walk in as kind of a, a bright-eyed and bushy-tailed patriot, you'd be like, I mean, after a while, you're like, we're screwed here. Yeah. But the state, you know, to your point, the county, state, city council level. Yeah. Like we've like, like, and I'm saying it now, I I thought my U.S. Senate race would matter. Did it matter to an extent? Yes. But we have an obligation to prepare for the next COVID scam. And that's going to be strong mayors, strong city councils. Mm -hmm. Strong, you know, withstanding the federal and all globalist push to dominate every area, facet of society, down to the localist of local levels. Well, in yeah. their city councils in Encinitas, the Democratic National Committee, and if you're a Democrat, I'm not faulting you. I'm probably a Kennedy Democrat. Mm-hmm. Truth be known, I'm a constitutionalist. But like, I'll just say that the DNC, and I'm talking about the DNC that wants you to, you know, change your stove and you know walk to work, and then somehow. You know, you and I are going to create a hang glider and hang glide off the Grand Canyon and try to get to Tennessee if we can. <laughs> and, and you know, those people that are just asinine mm-hmm. and they want you to become a furry and change your gender, those, which means a litter box for your kid at school, like all those people, they're funding some of these city council races. Right. Yeah, and, they're going and, down to the local levels and trying to take it over before you realize it's even happening. And, and the, yeah. there are establishment Republicans by default, allowing the same thing to happen. So I'm not against the Democratic Party. I'm against communism and socialism and our kids not having a future. Yeah. Well, the Hegelian dialectic is playing out through the two parties, as we know, and it's a really easy way to pit people, and we fall prey to it because we have our own biases and beliefs and convictions, and they they know them, 
so well, so often better than you know them yourself, and they play you against one another. And we have, at the localist of local levels, much more in common than we have that separates or divides us. And in fact, it is in our own best interest to get along because that's where we live, amongst each other. Uh, so these are the stories that we must tell. And, you know, Dr. Cordy running for the United States Senate out of California is part of that journey. And the things he learns impacts, again, as we see on the local level where it can be regained. You know, I think about, um, I'm just trying to find an analogy in terms of the federal government. Let's say you had uh, someone, you know, very powerful in your community that was apparently very wealthy. And then you come to find out they're wealthy because they have so much debt, so much, and yeah. they have this money in coming in. So let's say they're, uh, you know, $10 million in debt and their annual income is $50,000. What would you say the likelihood is that person would ever be able to repay that $10 million of debt at that rate? It's like mathematically impossible. You would never invest in that. They're going bankrupt and uh, you would go bankrupt with them. And, and unfortunately, we look at the federal government in an equivalency. I don't know if it's even close. It might be worse than what I just described in terms yeah. of inflow or an ability to print money and go into perpetual states of debt. We know spiritually you can't continue to do that. So why do we think we can do it physically or because it's the U.S. government? That's a losing bet. Yeah. And so we must restore sanity, and it's not happening there, so let's do it locally. Yeah. Point. Live within our means and be abundant because we're producing and creating things, not because we're borrowing you know, and becoming enslaved to debt in perpetuity. That's not a good plan for the future for our kids or their kids. Yeah, the federal government is a bust. Um, it really is. I'm not saying, you know, I want to be very clear about this. I'm not saying not to vote. I'm not saying not to, mm -hmm. you know, um, invest your time, hands, and money. Yeah. But we can't have, I was saying this on another program earlier, Robert, you know, we can't be like our forefathers were in, in 1774 and 1775, and 3% of the people were getting involved to make the change. Those 3%ers. We need 50%. Because the other side, the Soroses, the Klaus Schwabs, like, they've got more money than us, they've got more power and clout than us, and they're better organized than we are. So, like, knowing that, it, it, you know, it's, it's a battle to save our kids. We can't give up. We don't have an out other than walking in righteousness mm -hmm. and fighting hard and fighting in love. But we have to go at the local level and time, hands, energy, and money from everyone that 50% that sat on the couch maybe the last three years, those are the people that need to get on the battlefield. Yeah, yeah, well said. Uh, Cordy, uh, people find you from your same old website or is it new? What, what are they? Well, so it's CordyWilliams.com. We, mm -hmm. we, we kind of, we took off the U.S. Senate, kept the logo, so I thought it was very attractive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Heather Stewart, my, my logo person. And uh, you can go to CordyWilliams.com. Uh, we got on, on the front page, you know, we got... Cordy's uh, poopy video where he talks about cleaning up the streets of uh, San Francisco. Yes. Uh, that was always a crowd pleaser. We, we had a uh, woman from San Francisco, a nurse that she's a whistleblower from Kaiser Hospital. What the things she revealed? I mean, it, as bad as we know things are in the hospital setting, how corrupt they are. Oh, it's as bad or worse. I mean, and there's poop on the streets. Well, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's funny because, uh, you know, we say four-year-olds and six-year-old boys, this is my experience. You know, they, they, they talk about three things, not to be graphic. They talk about their penises, and they talk about poop and their bowel movements, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's like universally what they talk about. So Cordy's big thing, well, Cordy, my six-year-old, his big thing now is when he gets mad, he calls me poopy, poopy Joe Biden. 
Um, that, and I didn't teach him that. Right, I yeah. didn't teach him that. But uh, just a little comic relief there for that. I remember, and there are occasional times where that kind of humor comes out on the Robert Scott Bell show because we remember what it was like as guys uh, back then. What is this? Oh, you got that, the website up. The mega. Look at that. There's, there, there's they are pooping in the streets. <laughs> I'm seeing that image of Mr. Potato yeah. Head. That's hilarious. Yeah. Mr. Potato Head's up there. Wow, there you go. And, uh, so it looks like uh, Super Don, you know, we don't know when, but he'll be visiting the office. Be ready. For... I, I, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready, man. You tell, tell me when, Super Don. I got you, man. We're about to have a detox class the end of this month. We're going to do a 21-day detox mm-hmm. uh, standard process. I'm guiding people through it. I'm going to do it as well. So I don't, uh, I'll probably, I kind of make some Robert Scott Bell-esque shakes every morning. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. but it, you know, I do SP and I do some blueberries and raspberries, some almond milk. And super deep. Uh, that yeah. kind of detox doesn't involve coffee up the other way. So yes, you'll be all right. There's yeah, no, I, in, can li- I can live with that. There's exits. There's no entries hmm. with, with, with uh, this detox yeah. well orally anyways yes <laughs> right <laughs> oh man so uh we also have uh, sovereign copper which is really critical now because so many people have been on zinc and vitamin c to wipe out their copper stores and uh phase one liver detox is supported by copper so i put a spray top on it so i'm using this you know on the on the road makes it easier for me that's been a big thing and of course you know my kids have never had antibiotics thanks to our friends at sovereign silver and argentin 23 as well and all the things that we know to do to keep them strong, including good chiropractic care to remove the interference for the free flow of energy in their body. That innate intelligence. 100%. Can I say something about these products? Yes. I didn't even know that you knew the folks that, that own the company and that, like, I didn't know that. I've been using these products, most of them, for years. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I mean, I swear by them. Yeah. You know, I'll do the colloidal silver. This is colloidal silver, right? Yeah, the so- I'll, I'll, I'll do silver. this. I do the sovereign silver up both nostrils mm-hmm. probably about every morning. Yeah. And and blow my nose and and oh my goodness. It clears man. it out. hundred percent. If you if you've got allergies, mm-hmm. obviously I'm always gonna tell you to get adjusted. Peer-reviewed research says at the brainstem increases your immune system by two hundred percent. But you gotta have this in your body constantly. Agreed. Uh, Superdog, can you bring up the upcoming events? I don't think we've mentioned them uh, yet today, and I want to make sure people uh, can plan ahead for them. If they're not already here in Nashville at the Reawaken America Tour, where I am, um, we can see uh, see you at some of these other events. I think we have online, of course, coming up as well. Um, the next one, I think, is the is it the Trinity Health Freedom Expo, the virtual expo. That's online. That's the entire uh, one we did in October and then some. There's even more events that are planned for it. You can watch from the comfort of your home through the Whova app. There it is, trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com. And if you haven't learned about the great courses available in body, mind, spirit, medicine, or non-medicine, whatever you want to perceive it, go to trinityschool.org. And they're wonderful supporters of health freedom and healing liberty. So check that out. Right after the virtual expo, we have the event in Atlanta, or Buford, just outside of Atlanta, Next Steps Conference. That's uh, next-steps.info. And uh, it's going to be an amazing event. There's Polly Tommy, Stephanie Lucretio, uh, Peter McCullough, Brian Hooker, Sinheiling. I'm just looking at all the people, James Lyons-Weiler. Dude, this is awesome. So thanks to Tia Severino, February 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th. Celebrate my birthday with me at Lake Lanier Islands. Uh, and uh, use the code RSB10 to get 10% off your tickets. Then, 
this one you should be at, buddy. <laughs> Not that you can get away. Ooh, where did that page go? Did it sell out or did you hit the wrong link? <clears throat> Our friends at Nutritional Frontiers, they are, changed it. they are hosting an event in Clearwater, Florida. Is it still there? Did it disappear? Did it sell out? It's supposed it's to be the 31st of March, the 1st of April, and the 2nd of April. It better, it better still be available because I want you all there with me yep. at that event. A real healing retreat. The web page, yeah, the web, the, web's, the web page is gone. Okay, we'll find out. We need to reach out to Jamie and Joe to see if there's any tickets left for that one. So that was a body, mind, soul restoration as well. Very cool. Uh, also, uh, Nutritional Frontiers, everything that they have is available at 15% off. Third-party validated, verified, including their certified organic U.S.-grown hemp CBD <clears throat> and use the code RSB15 to get 15% off that or any of their products even those that are on sale and this transdermal CBD is unlike any other topical CBD you've ever tried uh, it will drive right into the depths of wherever you place it and uh, give you that CBD relief that you need they also have organic gummies and everything so just want to say thanks to those that support this message of health freedom and healing liberty so cool stuff so uh, anything else upcoming that we should know about you know, um, nothing, nothing much. We're just going to be launching these candidates' classes. Mm -hmm. That's that's primarily what we're doing. And um, yeah, I'm just raising these boys, and then and then turning on some brain stems, above, down, inside, and out, life expression through the nervous system. Mm -hmm. Well, and folks, if you uh, haven't seen Cordy speak, he speaks from the heart. He's very passionate. He believes wholeheartedly in what he does. He throws himself all the way in. And uh, not everybody does. And, you know, you were a Marine, so you were willing to put your life on the line for this country as well, uh, you know, what you've been through. And then to come back as a healer, a doctor of chiropractic, it's, it's so amazing. I'd love to see more of that occur. And Thank you, Brian. I don't know, maybe we can get more veterans becoming holistic healers. Oh, it'd be great. Yeah. There's, there's such a need, you know, such a need, especially to just educate the guys and gals out there that, um, you know, are getting pressured to do an anthrax shot or mm -hmm. pressure to do the COVID scam, the ouchie Fauci. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the, the next shot for, you know, preventing you from having an abnormal bowel movement or having a headache is probably coming out. Yeah. Um, you know, cause they, they, you know, they just want to control us. It's all, it's all about control. And I know I'm talking to the choir, talking to you and your viewers out there. Did you know today is an inauspicious <laughs> anniversary I am looking at this story. Super Don confirmed this for me, but it says three years ago today, the U.S. confirmed the country's first case of COVID-19. So I can now say three years of COVID crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's a boo moment, isn't it? That's not a cheerful moment. What they have done in the name of COVID. Well, happy, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, everybody. That's not one of those ones I'm celebrating. Although I do acknowledge... <laughs> oh, there's Sanjay Gupta, the brain surgeon that get, gives Tylenol to himself for uh, flu and fever. <clears throat> I will say this about COVID, like we talked about with uh, Christian Northrup and most people that are here. Uh, Simone Gold was on. The opportunities to, to uh, create parallel or create a new, better systems uh, have become more possible than ever. Likely and perhaps inevitable because of the desperation on the globalists when they pulled off the COVID scamdemic and everything that is entailed from it, which was really about a way to get the COVID jabs into the arms of innocent victims or people who are willing participants in some cases. Uh, so we have to recognize 
the the bad, yes, it precedes sometimes extraordinarily good things and maybe necessary. As much as I would say, oh, I wish it wasn't, I'm not the designer of this plan. Yeah. I turn that over to God, but I will recognize that if we can utilize even these horrible events or especially these horrible events for greater goods, and I don't mean that in a collectivist sense, I mean for each individual to reconnect to the sanity that comes from being connected to the source of all goodness and all wisdom, that is God, spirit. Um, these difficulties often drive us there. If they don't drive us out of the life chain, some people have been driven by their fear to take jabs in there, died suddenly. They're manifesting and, and participating in that. And uh, it's causing an awakening that we couldn't have done on our own. Yeah, that's a valid point. That's a valid perspective. I mean, yeah. I think that, um, you know, we've got to get back to a society that critically thinks and, and forces people to answer really hard questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see. Anything else? With it? Oh, question of the day. Can you help me with this question yeah, of the day? Super I'd love to. <clears throat> Can you put the question of the day up on the screen here? Because it, it relates to something that I believe uh, often they'll overlook chiropractic as a benefit here as an, an aside to other things. This is from Elliot. <clears throat> Excuse me. He says, Dear Robert, I've been subjected to forced psychiatric treatment for the past 12 plus years, and I'm experiencing a host of unwanted effects of the poisons they are making me take. Top amongst those for me is thought-blocking sedation and akathisia. Uh, is, is that said right? Akathisia? Have you seen that one? Uh, I will I, uh, be candid. I would have to look that up. It's various forms of, I would say, there's other thesias we know about yeah. and in chiropractic we know about. Uh, it says, with brain damage likely from the drugs, can you please recommend any natural cures or remedies to these problems? Thank you, Elliot. Now, I don't know why he's being forced to take this. Yeah. We do know that a lot of um, soldiers coming back have the PTSD, for instance, yeah. and they're often treated exclusively with psychiatric medicines, and and they're locked away forever. It's like they, they don't come in there. All right. Uh, okay, so we got oh, akathisia is defined as an inability to remain still. Okay. It is a neuropsychiatric syndrome that is associated with psychomotor restlessness. The individual with akathisia will, oh, it's spelled differently, that's why, uh, generally experience an intense sensation of unease or an inner restlessness that, well, suffice it to say, chiropractic works with the nervous system. And the adjustments are designed to open up the flow, the free flow of innate intelligence to, you know, correct these imbalances and dysfunctions and electrical signaling problems in the body, among many other things. Have you ever seen anybody with any kind of thesia that would fall into this realm? Yeah, I would say just, you know, it. there's a number of things it sounds like, but, you know, I always go back to the drawing board to your extent and, mm -hmm. and make it simple, make it simple, stupid, right? You know, and I say that to myself, not to anybody else, but like... In, in making it simple, the brain communicates with the spinal cord, spinal cord communicates with the organs, right? And there's two types of our nervous system or two states our nervous system can be in, fight or flight or rest and digest. So when I see something where there's a neuromotor sensory issue mm -hmm. or kind of like a restless leg issue, or even there's a phenomenon called phantom leg out there, mm -hmm. person gets their leg cut off, they actually feel the pain as if it just got cut off. It's like, right? yeah, it's not there, but there's still the sensation, which is real as it's interpreted and manifesting. 100%. Yeah. And so, so part of that is going to be a fight or flight response. So what I would say is, you know, if you are being forced to take this because it's a military situation, or sometimes people think they're being forced because there's not another alternative, mm -hmm. or they don't know, or false evidence appearing real was put on them. Mm -hmm. so, so in this gentleman's case, what I would say, gentleman or lady, yeah. um, 
what I would say is, let's get you to a good curve corrective chiropractor that does something called neuroemotional technique. Let's get you on some adrenal and, and liver supplements, mm-hmm. right? Get your brainstem adjusted. Somebody that preferably does a technique called Logan as well, chiropractically. And what all two or three of those suggestions will do is put you in parasympathetic. And so many times, any, any symptoms, and, and, and I hate being, I hate generalizing, but it really mm-hmm. is true. Yeah. When you get people just back in a parasympathetic state, Robert, you know from everything you've done the past 30 years, like that fixes mm-hmm. 50% of their problems a lot of the time. Yeah. And then, and then that would be a great starting point to say, okay, well, what now? Yeah, and you, you mentioned beyond just chiropractic adjustments, how do we support detox pathways? Because there's an accumulation of poisons, as he acknowledges here. Uh, so for me, of course, nourishing the gut and the brain connectivity, right? Nor- normalizing microbiome. We got to clean up the water that goes into the body because even chlorinated water is going to alter a microbiome, much less any history of antibiotics or glyphosate-containing foods that you think are good for you, like, oh, I'm eating oatmeal every morning. Well, if it's not certified organic, it's desiccated in glyphosate. Glyphosate's going to punch holes in your gut, displace glycine. It's a lot of connective tissue deficiencies and neurological as well. Uh, We've got to replenish the minerals that are uh, are often relinquished due to the exposures on top of the drugs, which, by the way, I think uh, many of the psychiatric drugs are based on fluoride which is another, again, halide that impacts things as well as increases heavy metal uptake, which means it's going to diminish minerals like selenium and silica to counteract these devastating metals, uh, to nourish the essential fats and the um, saturated fats even from clean sources, which are essential for brain and neurological function. The myelin sheath requires it. Uh, CBD from hemp is also very helpful. There are certain key amino acids that are really important as well. And then I'll go to the homeopathic realm where we can look at the symptoms associated with the nerve and or the brain function, and there are remedies that are indicated. I, I, you know, again, to generalize, I'm not going to do that right now, but so, suffice it to say, I'd say in addition to a great chiropractor, look into homeopathic medicine, additional cleansing, and yes, there are homeopaths that have taken the drugs that you are on for all these four psychiatric I- interventions and converted them into a homeopathic form to begin to elicit a cleansing, a detox reaction, but be careful, as you, you must know, that anytime you're titrating up or down on those medications, that's when the highest uh, manifestations of not only suicidal ideations or even homicidal, but behaviors manifest. Yeah. So be monitored by someone who cares and loves you because it's most dangerous when you're moving up or down on these things. So as you diminish them, you want to have all the support we're talking about, including chiropractic care. Amen. Mic drop. Yeah. I'm not even going to say that. Uh, I'm just going to say what I said during yeah. my political campaign. I approve this message. <laughs> there and, you go. And this guy, RSB approved. We love him. And uh, if, you, if you get a chance to come by uh, outside of Nashville where this is at Greg Locke's church, they have a big tent. You're going to be speaking tomorrow. And uh, very heartfelt about his mother. And again, my condolences to you on the loss of your loved ones. And uh, we love you a lot. The whole family does appreciate you. you know well, that. well, and, and I love you guys. I love the Bell family. And, and, you know, there aren't many people, this guy's anybody in the health freedom movement that's anybody knows who this guy is. They love him. And I can tell you. <laughs> Still a secret. That, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> um, he's the sweetest, humble, down to earth person. There's so many people I've met the last three years that called themselves my friend, but they were only my friend when they could get something. 
And Robert's always been a giver, so I just want yeah. to thank you, buddy. I'm only your friend because uh, you're going to help Super Don and his <laughs> wife out. Hey, that's okay, too. That's okay, too. I love that. No, I no, love that. No, I don't. We, and again, the heart of this man is, 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 is very real, and I appreciate him so much. And he, he's, he's put himself out and, uh, you know, gone through a lot to get to this point as well. And this is what life does, I believe, for us, even though sometimes it feels like it's happening to us. But the greatest gift of life comes with these experiences because God loves us so much that he would allow us to even suffer to be able to make the choice to come back. That's my experience. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love that. So, Dr. Cordy Lee Williams, thank you for being on board today. Thank you for so having me. So, see you, my brother. Love, love you. Love and appreciate yeah, you, man. buddy. Thanks, Super Don. And, and the Kevster. The Kevster rounded me up, so I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin Tuttle. We got that going on. All right. Let me uh, squeeze in. I think we got a, a, a guest on Laetrol we're going to talk about momentarily. So, stand by for that, y'all. This is very cool. Let me see if I can clear up my cache in the phone. There we go. John Richardson, I think, Super Don, is sending us. And thank you, my brother. We'll see you. All the best. We'll talk more. That's Cordy Lee Williams. Let's see if we can squeeze John in here. And uh, there you are, Super Don. Are you with me? Are we still have time for another guest? Yeah. All right. We have got... Yeah, come on listen, in. No, we're on. We've got about nine... We'll set the, what? we got about, uh, about nine minutes left in, in uh, regulation time. Nine minutes in regulation and time. All right. We can, hold, we can hold him over into bonus if you want. All right. We'll see. All right. So let's say hello. No, let's see if he's even interesting. John Richardson. That's him. Yeah. And we got this book. You've seen this, World Without Cancer by G. Edward Griffin. What did we talk about in this one? Laetrile B17, apricot kernels, apricot bits. And I'm like... I didn't have a bumper crop this last year, but I got so many apricot kernels from our tree that I could I could package a bunch of this, which That's is what man. we see here from RNC Richardson Nutritional Center. Bitter raw apricot seeds. We can't tell you what they're for, or he can't. But hey, he's on. That's right. John, how are you, my brother? I'm great. Good I, I, it's you. good to see you. Like yeah. I consider you a friend. Uh, even though you don't know who the heck I am, but who uh, no. are you? Who I, is this guy? Well, my claim to fame is um, that I grew up with uh, your good friend G. Edward Griffin. Um, he was best friends with my father. Actually, this book was dedicated to my father. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad uh, introduced him to the subject matter of, of Laetrile and didn't know what it was. And recently at Ed's 90th birthday, he said the second uh, most influential thing in his life was meeting my father. So I was really proud. And he introduced uh, my brother and I, who are still in the apricot seed business. And, and many of your audience may have heard of apricot seeds or may have heard of Laetrile. But my job every day is to try to tell one more person, and that's what I wake up to t- try and do. So, mm-hmm. and it, it, I love telling people all the time that if you have a tree, you don't need me. Yeah. If you have a tree, you don't need me. So that just it rhymes. Literally, you don't need I, my product. I you have, have a tree. A tree. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's I never knew I would have such a prolific apricot tree, uh, and I'm praying that uh, the weather gods hold off so that we have a, you know the blooms that make it into the fruit again this year because we've had two two bumper crops in a row. Like that's great. We couldn't give away. And Enough yeah. other stuff. So I'm blessed with that abundance. Well, the good news is you, you don't even need the fruit. You mm-hmm. just keep the pits, yeah. and that's the absolute best way to get it. You have the best. I create these machines. You can like man-made machines that will crack those pits because they're very they're very tough. Yeah, right. We do that, you know, so people don't have to. But you have to hit it with a hammer can, or whatever. Could you? Sh- I know this is not open, but yeah. I, I wouldn't mind if we I, could I show mind. on screen sure, what yeah. it looks like for people it. that don't know. Because if you see, first of all, the picture on the outside, everybody recognizes these that come out of the. You know, you eat the apricot. That's what you do on the middle. Right, right. So nothing. But is that what we're talking about or not? And I, I don't know well, if everybody it's, knows. It's actually interesting because you look okay. at this picture. That's an apricot, uh, mm. a full apricot okay. with a 
pit. That's gotcha. the pit that's in there. That's the hard part. Mm -hmm. That's not what's in this bag. We actually crack that pit. Yeah, that's why right there. Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know Ty and Charlene Bollinger. They're good friends of yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they will tell you. If anybody out there that knows Ty and Charlene, mm -hmm. and and if Ty was standing right here, he would not call me a liar. Yeah, they started that whole organization, Oops. Truth About Cancer, yeah. with with that little seed. And, Holding and, that up there. Yeah, and tie and It looks like a little sliver of an almond almost. Yeah, it does. It? Yeah. It's very almond like. Yeah. It's much more bitter. It tastes horrible. <laughs> yeah. But are, are people eating them up because they know what it does for them? Yeah, they, they people know what it does for them. And mm -hmm. Ty and Charlene say this. I'm not saying it, but they do. Yeah. They say it's the most demonized, most effective natural treatment for the old C word mm. that we can't say on right. any kind of broadcast anymore. Yeah. That this, was this on Bright? What, no, this is on your own channel. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. On your own channel, they probably can't uh, like uh, X you out. They can't cross you out on your own channel. Not so. as easily. Yeah. <laughs> Not as easily. Still yeah. try, I'm sure. Yeah. If anybody's censored, it would be this guy right here. So, <laughs> anyway, Ty and Charlene say this is the most demonized, most uh, effective treatment. And why don't don't people know about it? Mm -hmm. The quest, the answer to that question is because it works. Mm -hmm. If it didn't work, you'd hear yeah. about it. Oh, I heard that you can take broccoli sprouts or whatever else it is. But Ed wrote this book back in the 70s describing how this can end cancer in our lifetime. And I can say that because that's in this book. Yeah. And this book sells more copies in a week now than it used to sell in a year. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So so for people, let's just say they want to maintain a strong functional metabolic system yeah. and they want to make these apricot seeds a part of them. How many would they consume in a day normally? Well, my dad said five to ten a day, and, okay. and that kind of, uh, I didn't know when I was a kid why he said five to ten a day, mm -hmm. but each uh, apricot seed in tested labs has about uh, 17 to 22 milligrams of laetrile, or amygdalin laetrile in yeah. it. Mm -hmm. So that, the five to ten, my dad used to say, works out to between 100 and 200 milligrams a day, and that okay. was something I remember my dad saying, and it's in, it's in books and things like that, that the average... Uh, Americans should have 100 milligrams of B17 per day mm -hmm. to be healthy. Now, um, we most people, including mm -hmm. myself, eat food that's been cooked and processed most of the time. Yeah. So we have to supplement, just like you do with your uh, vitamin lines. You have to supplement because mm -hmm. we're not getting that in our right. food anymore. Exactly. So we get about one milligram of amygdalin on a normal diet, and that might be from millet or barley or lentils. Not much, yeah. Yeah, not much. So, yeah. so that's why we have to supplement with apricot seeds. So. so in this case, uh, if you guys want to try this, I guess now, and you don't have an apricot tree like I have, John, how will they able, be able to get this? Well, you can uh, go, two things I like to say when I'm, when I'm talking to people. One is no pressure. You can get it wherever you want to. We, we have it available. We've been doing it 30 years, but, it, but I, I don't care if you buy it from me. Just find apricot seeds however you get them. Mm -hmm. But my website is RNC Store, not, not Republican National Congress, <laughs> Richardson Nutritional Center, rncstore.com, or please send me an email at john at rncstore.com, and I will send you an email that I put together with my dad's protocol and the 17 benefits that I can say mm -hmm. that apricot seeds do do for okay. you without mentioning the C word. Does anybody uh, grind the seeds up and put them in capsules because oh, they don't like the bitterness? I do that as well, do, yes. Yeah? We call okay. them seed caps. Okay. That's also available on our website. Okay. We grind them up, squeeze out the oil because the oil doesn't have B17 in it. 
and it's not bad. That would for make you. more like a paste, like a well, butter paste. It does. Yeah. Do, well, if you grind up the seeds, they kind of are wet, and yeah. people, why are they wet? Because of the oil. Yeah. But if you squeeze the oil out and then put them in capsules, they last longer. Gotcha. Yeah. Makes so sense. If yeah. you're if you just squeeze or grind them up, and put them in capsules, they'll go bad in about two weeks. So that that's just kind of defeats. And, and the as purpose. far as storage of of this in in this bag, how long would it last? Well, that's a great question as well. Yeah. You asked the best questions. <laughs> He, he, I didn't, we didn't set this up. No. That seed, God created this little coating on it. Mm-hmm. So I have, I'm one of the few people I know that's actually tested this on a, on a shelf for mm-hmm. 10 years. So with that seed coating intact? It will, yeah, with that yeah, seed that coating intact, sense. as long as you don't grind yeah. it, it'll last 10 years or more and still has all the benefits. Now, inside this bag, there might be some cracked pieces, you know, like an almond sliver or something like that. Now mm-hmm. that will, with left to air or bugs, that will go bad before you know in a couple of years. Like here's one right here. Oh, right. See, like that piece right there. I eat those first because mm-hmm. it doesn't have the skin on it anymore. Gotcha. And it's, yeah. It's delicious. I mean, it very much looks like mini almonds. Yeah. From within. I'm not. You know, look. I know some people are going. Oh, I know what that looks like. But not everybody does, y'all. Yeah, right. So yep. they haven't seen this. This is fascinating. Yeah. And I appreciate you know what you're doing to continue your dad's legacy. And then Ed, and, Ed's legacy. And as well. Ed's legacy Most as well. People, you know Ed very well. Yeah. And 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 you know this subject, but. Most people know Ed Griffin for Creature from Jekyll Island, which, by the way, Ed will tell you, was partially written in my home as a child. It's amazing. So, yeah. yeah. So, by he, history. Yeah. It was up in Northern California. He wrote a lot of that book at my house. Anyway, most people know Gio Griffin for that. He's coming out in the Plandemic new movie by Mickey Willis. Yes. Did you see that at yes. the Red Pill Expo? Yeah. That was unbelievable. I'm mm-hmm. so excited about that. But most people don't know that Ed also wrote World Without Cancer, and that's my... Uh, legacy. I, I tell it all the time. I want to continue this story so that if something happens to Ed, yeah. this story goes on. Absolutely. So, and yeah. I love that you're dedicated to that and you're living your life, uh, you know, in alignment with it. Yeah, them. I really am. Yeah. yeah. Yep. John Richardson, God bless you. Thank you for thank stopping you so by. Much. And thank you Robert. to Kevin Tuttle for hooking us up yeah. to uh, Kevin's be a great together. Guy too. It's always fun to see you. Yeah. And uh, for anybody that wants to, again, uh, we got uh, RNC. Store store dot com. Yeah. I'm trying to write my own yeah, read my it, own writing. I, the, yeah. the only problem, my dad started that in the 70s, early mm. 70s, and I restarted it, you know, like four or five years ago. Mm. People still go, I'm not going to support the RNC anymore until you get Rona Daniels out of there. I'm like, it's well, not related to that. I, it's not. I'm not. No. It's Richardson Nutritional Center. Yeah. So the RNC didn't even mean anything in the 70s. Are you going to be at the next Red Pill? <laughs> I am. I yeah. am. Always. Yeah. Think I'm, about that. Come yeah. to the Red Pill Expo whenever we uh, determine officially when and where it's going to be. I'll be there as well with I, you. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I love the Red Pill. I'll, I'll be there as long as uh, forever. Yeah. yeah. The Red Pill Expo. Ed Griffin, the, the, the OG of the Patriot Movement. That's what I Amen call him. The that. OG. Shout out to G. Ever Griffin. Yep. We love you, Ed. We love you, Ed. And uh, thank you all for being here. Shout out to my wife and kids at home and uh, we're having a good time great opportunity to connect with great people here i don't even need to be on the stage i'm bringing the stage to you oh yeah uh, we're having a great time here and we've got a lot more interviews that will be revealed on sunday's radio broadcast and maybe even some bonus rounds in the next week because uh, there's so many folks that are here and there's things are amazing working. people here so yeah. it's it's so much fun yep yeah. so thank you all for being here bonus round coming up next we might get kevin tuttle in to get an update uh since we hadn't seen him during the show And with that, thank you to everybody for being on board today. We had quite a a cascade of amazing guests all the way through. So stand by 60 seconds from now back for the bonus round because the power to heal is yours. Amen. Thanks. That was fun. It's always fun. Oh, no problem. Oh, I got to get back on the air. We'll talk some more. Yeah, I'll give you my card if you like. (laughs) Thank you. That happened. Gotcha. All right, we got. All right. Thank you. 
All right, see, I'm meeting people even while I'm still sort of on the air. You just don't know how fast things go. Thank you. So, uh, Amelia. Got you off guard there. Yeah, that's so funny. I just lose track of time here. Uh, it's not hard to do. Let's see, where did Kevin go? Oh, he's walking away. Let me see. Funny, because I actually I saw it coming, because I could see you behind the scenes. There's music playing. I was like, ah, we're going to get you. Yeah, let me just send a message to uh, Kevin, see if we can get him on. All right. Kevin did it again, man. He, he threw some awesome guests at us today. And do you, did you catch everybody that was on? Oh my gosh. We had Cordy and we had John Richardson in hour two. Uh, hour one was unbelievable how much we did in that one. So we make a note of here, Cordy. And then John Richardson. So for the most part, we did okay for a live broadcast, right? You never know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it a little bit glitchy, but I mean, it was fine. Okay. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's definitely we've we've had bigger problems than that. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was good. We're gonna work on getting you while you were doing things. I was looking around trying mm-hmm. to find what would be a good hotspot, yes. Wi-Fi hotspot for you to take with you. That would work with this kind uh, of broadcast. Yeah. Did you yeah. find so out some options? I've got some ideas. So. <clears throat> okay. Very good. Yeah. So we'll we'll look into that. That way, you've got. You've got some internet in your pocket whenever you need. Well, I used to have that back in the 3G days, borderline 4G, you know. And yet then it became right. so, I would say cost prohibitive, but it was expensive. But at the same time, more and more places had access to, you know, what we needed. So it wasn't as critical. And now, yep. you know, we're finding out there are certain circumstances well, this, that may... This one that I'm looking at... Mm-hmm is one that you travel with that works even internationally not that you're going international yeah but, well it could uh, happen it's just a one it, it's just a one-time deal mm-hmm. right it's about 150 bucks yeah and which isn't bad okay and then uh you just if you want to use it you buy a day pass okay and you get unlimited 4g for nine bucks for 24 hours on that day well that's a brilliant idea I, i'd yeah. say that's the best one i've heard yet yep okay so, that's the one I'm looking at right now, but I'll keep doing some homework. Okay, so that would be worthwhile because it concerns me. Like, if we're never using it, why would we pay? But yeah, you know, just have it and use it yeah. on the day. Okay, cool. So I haven't checked yep. much in the uh, chat room today because I, I didn't want to even open an extra it's been window a little today. Slow today. Okay. Yeah. I noticed there's some folks Everybody's on uh, on Facebook that are commenting. We've got some things there, and I haven't been in our own chat room, so that's the thing. You know, let me see if I can go there or not. I'm going to try and open it and see if there's anybody there. Bolden says, is that an internet in your pocket or? (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. Hey, Bolden, you still haven't gotten back to me. What are we doing uh, next Friday? Next Friday. Well, he's got a little bit of time, but yeah. What are we going to call the show? Come on, man. If you don't give me any idea, we're going with Bolden's Big Boulders. (laughs) I don't know. That's a little offensive, Um, isn't it? Or Bolden. What was that? Brain, or uh, there's some ideas there that I got. So Bolden's brain, Bolden's big brain, Bolden's big brain. Yeah, Bolden's brain. I, I mean, I don't make his head Look extra big. big. Brain on Bolden. between boulders and brains. Yes. I don't know what we're gonna do. Boulders, brains, and Bolden. There you go. <laughs> that's yes. a that's a different kind of BBB. You know, Better Business Bureau. So 
Uh, let's see here. Bolden's giving us some advice on the uh, quality of the stream here. He says you can reduce the live stream settings to 720 instead of 1080, which we did. We did, yeah. yeah uh, we did. To say, and actually, we, we went through all the settings and everything is on. I think you're only on. The reason why your um, resolution is not all that great is because you'd reduce it to 480. Yes, I instead did. Instead of 720. Yeah, standard resolution. So, for that, yeah. yeah. So we've... Um, we pretty much reduced everything that we could. It's just it's just the Wi-Fi there. That's yeah. It. So like I said, if we get uh, something that you can take with you, then potentially we may solve the problem. We can the only thing that would it. be the downside is if you went somewhere that was a dead spot and it didn't have good... Oh, that would suck. Yeah, after all that. Yeah. I guess that's the risk. Which but... in that case, there's nothing you can do. But... Yeah. The nice thing is, is that if you want to go back and listen to the podcast when it goes up later, it's going to be perfect quality because Robert was recording locally there on the new board that we've got. So yeah. And like I said, the only thing I screwed up today, as far as I know, on that recording is that like the first 10 to 15 seconds of the hour two where I was like, because I stopped it in between because I felt like, oh, it's going to be too large of a file. And maybe it wasn't. Maybe it didn't. Maybe I don't need to. But it's just my nature like, ah, it's going to be too large of a file. But uh, we'll, we'll try. So, oh, you know what, uh, that, why uh, Kevin's not here? He's trying to uh, get to meet uh, Jim Brewer, the comedian. Yeah, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Huh? Yeah. We'll see if we, yeah, that'd be cool if he could make that happen. I'm going to send him a nasty message. All right. This is cool. All right. Let's see. What else is uh, going on? Basically, Bolden. That's a DJ Katie suggestion. Poll of the day. Yeah, that's a good question. We come up with a few ideas and put it in the poll question of the day this week uh, for our uh, loyal and, and, and lovable subscribers for the name for the uh, segment that we'll do every other Friday. I think that's cool. Right. Well, that means you'll have to find time to do a, a newsletter again with all that you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to. I just, I needed to take a break. Yeah. Well, I got you some chiropractic adjustments coming whenever you take that break. Hey, yeah, there you go. A poll of the day for the segment. So maybe we'll see. Yeah. So basically, building. All right. You want in? Whatever. I'm chop liver. I'm in bonus round. If you want to join me, you can join me for a minute and then run away. Yeah, I mean, I'm in complete. Yeah, okay, guess what? We do have a surprise guest for the bonus round. Let's bring her in here. Check, check, check. All right, stand by. Here we go. Here comes my buddy, my pal. Get that on her head there, and you might recognize her. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, she's back. Ta-da. Oh, wait a minute, where's the kids? Where? There they are. There, see? <laughs> Sherry's now back, and she's here for yeah, whatever she can uh, scrounge out for, because I know she's been in demand for a bunch of other interviews as well, and we don't get to see her all that much, because she's a yeah, busy girl. <laughs> kind of busy. Yeah, kind of busy. Yeah, kind of yeah. busy. I don't know when I met you. Well, yeah, I do remember. We talked about that, but you've never not been busy How about for a double negative that I remember. You've always been in, in just investigating things and researching things, even when you didn't have to. 
Yeah, I'm kind of like busy squared now. You know, <laughs> yes. Busy to the second or the third power, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. It's exactly. really super busy. So did you already spoke today? I did. How did it go? I've heard some people great. over in there loved it, so it just was wasn't good. long enough. Never well, is. It, it never is. It's a no. big crowd out there, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the, what the actual headcount is. I'm going to guess yeah. five, 6,000 maybe? Yeah. I mean, it's big. I don't know if you've been on the stage yet, but it's, no. a, it's a big group, and then there's a... A, 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 kind of a curtain, and then there's the first one I did was in Branson, know. which was in that big theater, right? It was like mm-hmm. cavernous, huge theater, so it's harder to see how many people. But uh, <clears> it's pretty. I, I know that you were talking about me the whole time, but uh, you know it's okay. You don't need to. But it's nice of you. But, but, they, but you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so the message you were sharing today was it uh, helping people that are in trouble? I mean, where, where were you focusing today? Was we're, we're focusing on um, <clears throat> myocarditis. Mm-hmm. And it's all been in the news. You know, I sort of asked, started out by asking the question, how many people in here prior to COVID had ever even heard the word mm-hmm. myocarditis? And, you know, a couple of hands went up that I assume were doctors or nurses or something like that. Yeah. I said, now, how many people have heard the word myocarditis? And, of course, every hand went up. Yeah. And I said, do you even know what that is? So I was explaining to people what myocarditis is, you know, how it's caused by the COVID shots, and some things that people can kind of do about it. You know, it's, um, you know, so we talked a little bit about supplements. We talked about Cardio Miracle. Yeah. We talked about Cardio Miracle because, you know, like you, you know, we're a promoter. promoter. It was actually because some, of you. Yeah, I remember we sat down at the last Advanced Medicine, right? Yes. And uh, I said some prayers out to our, our buddy, Dr. Batar. I don't know what's going on, but he sounds like he's going through a big challenge right now. So I just want to... Again? You know, I don't know. I haven't heard from him in a bit, so I'm a little concerned, but I'll try and reach out. But, uh, you know, just saying, you know, we love the people that have been on this journey with us that that stand up, you know, against the face of of evil and, you know, sometimes a great threat to their, you know, you know that. Yeah. So I just say that. But, yes, we were there. We we got to talk a little bit about that. And uh, I'm glad you're using it. So we talked about Cardio Miracle. We talked about, you know, natokinase and CoQ10 and... Mm. You know, L-arginine, you know, citrulline, you know, things like that. Like, things that people can do to try to take care of their health. But we all, yeah. I also talked about the fact that I, I'm really concerned about the fact of, uh, you know, I know that everybody wants hope. And every, there's a lot of people who regret that they got it. Either they got pushed push out of fear, mm-hmm. out of coercion, out of convenience, that they got, that they got the jabs. And yeah. now they're saying, what can I do to get this out of my body? And I feel like a little bit like the Grim Reaper sort of saying the fact that since I've been talking about problems with vaccines since September of 2000, when Mm -hmm. I went to the first meeting, so for the last 22 years, even with a flu shot or a tetanus shot, you know, once you vaccinate, you can't Mm unvaccinate. And with these shots, you can't either. And especially since we don't even know what all the things that are in them Mm -hmm. and the fact that... um, there is no, at this point in time, and I, and I preface it and I'll say it again, mm-hmm. this is subject to change in the next couple of weeks, next sure. couple of days, that there is no commercially available test that you can go to get a blood test that tells how much spike protein is in your system. Mm-hmm. And even if we could do a blood test, and let's say that it was normal, anything less than 10, and yours yeah. was like 100, but we don't know how much has been bound to your tissues, yeah. bound to your heart, bound to your brain. It crosses the blood-brain barrier yeah. to your organs. So we don't know. So for people, so if you can't get a blood test and says, okay, normal's less than 10, we your blood level's that. 200, mm. 
then you could do a, a pill, a tea, a mm. frequency or something and do sex number treatments and then get a re- measurement and know that it's gone from 200 down to 100 or 50 right. or whatever. Well, and You're making claims on something you can't document. Yeah. And it makes me very nervous for our industry sure. because there are actually laws on the mm. book about false claims in terms of what, I mean, look at what happened to Dr. Eric Naputi just Mm -hmm. over vitamin D and zinc that has a plethora of public studies Mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. So I'm really concerned and people want hope. They want to get better. Sure. But I'm really concerned about what's being sold to the public out there. Right. And I think that the only thing we can do for sure is respond to what the symptoms are manifesting and, right. and finding out why they are and then going, all right, let's target that and address that. It's almost a triage in a, in a sense. Uh, but, you know, in the history of vaccinology, when vaccines were what we call vaccines, you know, homeopaths knew uh, through homeoprophylaxis, but let's step that aside, but let's look at uh, the response to vaccinosis, which was identified within the homeopathic community as an adverse event post-vaccination. Right. So we had you know, methods to address, but this wasn't about injections that purposefully altered DNA protein synthesis in an artificial way. And then we're seeing massive recurrences of, of cancers that were supposedly in remission. Is that caused by spike proteins? I don't know. I don't think so. There's something else going on. There's always so much more to this story than just simply that one element that we have identified and that's patented and, and we know exists. Well, we do know a little bit about the spike protein that can enter into the DNA and can prevent your P53 system and your BRCA gene system and things like that mm-hmm. from going in and repairing the damaged DNA. We know that that mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. I mean, that, there was a couple studies. There was one really prominent study that, of course, has been repealed because we can't have that kind of information oh, yeah. out there, oh, right? Yeah, exactly. And so it's... Um, um, it's, it's challenging because we still don't have a package insert with the ingredients. And I've been right. told by lawyers in this world, in this, in this industry, mm-hmm. that because it's still issued as an EUA, that they can change up to 49% of the ingredients in that vial yeah. without even telling anybody that they've changed anything. Yeah. So I think that what has happened along the way in the last three years mm-hmm. is that they've periodically changed the recipe, so to speak. And that's why, remember at the beginning when we saw anaphylactic shock all the time yeah. and you had to yep. have crash carts in the, that's right. we don't yes. do that anymore. When we had the blood cuts, the horrible blood cuts that would take up your whole brain, they called it V-I-T-T mm-hmm. and all this stuff. They, we don't really see that as much anymore. We don't really see, um, you know, what we're seeing mostly now is cardiovascular. We don't mm. see all the people that, that had the really severe yeah. tremors. And I think it's because they're adjusting and tweaking Formulation it. on the, the fly. Formulation, right? formulation on, on the, the fly. fly. Or it's experiments on, ongoing, as I said. We're still engaged. They're still engaged. Don't be part of it. We're if you have, still the experiment. Yeah. And for those of you who withstood it, and congratulations, you guys are kicking ass, right? Uh, but unfortunately, we have many of our friends, family, loved ones that, that, that succumb for all the reasons you mentioned and more. And we're not condemning them. That's not our role. But if we can help, we want to help. We recognize the limits of what we can do because there's still so many unknowns, including what the hell is in it. Exactly. It's changing all the time. So. It is changing. And and because, you know, people can still get a package insert and unfold, and it's a big white piece of paper that says intentionally right. left blank. Invisible uh-huh. ink. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Sherry, where are people go to learn more about you that don't... I can't imagine nobody... Everybody knows. But what the heck? I want the last person that doesn't know. How do they find you? DrTenPenny.com. Mm-hmm. D-R, no period, tenpenny.com. 
And then for the new venture that I'm doing, that we, you know, we can just go, people can do their own research and study. It's tenpennyecp.com. Tenpennyecp, like Edward, Charlie, Peter. Okay. It's the whole thing that we're doing to help with heart disease, multi-organ system failure, improving your immune system, improving your cardiovascular reserve, improving your kidney functions. It's Mm tenpennyecp.com for all the podcasts, all the social media, all the events, all, all, blah, 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 all the stuff that I do. It's great stuff. You you can find all that stuff at drtenpenny.com. Also, uh, you know, cardiovascular, since we're talking about it, I just want to reference the the role that selenium and copper play together in terms of uh, vascular protection. In addition, I do the Cardio Miracle every day as well. I've been doing the selenium and uh, the copper, heart, cardiac proteins, microvasculature, and, you know, every little bit helps. And I keep coming back to this. Even though we're minerally supplementing, it's almost never enough to counteract everything and what we didn't know before. Every time I think, well, I think I've achieved it. No, we need to. So be it, be careful about thinking, well, I'm taking a little bit of Really, you got to engage in this stuff because we're counteracting something extraordinary in history. Never before in recorded That's history. True. Yeah. And it's going to go on for a long time. Yeah. It will. Yeah. So, Dr. Sherry Tempenny, God bless you. Thank you for all that you do. I love you dearly. You're, love you back. You are on this. Well, I'm so glad to be traveling this journey at this point in time with you because I'm stronger because of it. Oh, thank you, Robert. All, all right. right. Dr. Bye, Sherry Tempenny, bonus Bye. round of the Robert Scott Bell Show. How awesome was that? Nice way to wrap up the bonus round, Super Don. Uh, good friend coming back to say hello to everybody. So thank you, Sherry. So yes, sir. as we wrap up here, uh, anything else we want to cover before we, uh, at least sign off temporarily. I think I've got some opportunities to do some more uh, interviews and stuff. So, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I think, I think we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, so on, uh, let's remind people what they will be getting on Sunday's broadcast. Oh yeah. Let me look at who I've interviewed already. Stand by. So I think we start off Ooh, with Alex Newman. Alex Newman. Yeah, Alex Newman, who you know is uh, a new American and so much more. Uh, then Jerry Kurtzenal. And this guy, uh, he's you know goes back well before this. But, I mean, I remember him because he helped wrote a book, write a book with, uh, uh, good Lord, uh, now I'm losing, Jenny, Jenny McCarthy. Yes, Jenny McCarthy. Going back in the autism thing. He has... An adult son, you know, who's now, you know, who's had autism since childhood. And, of course, he's become very outspoken on the vaccine issue. He's a guy we can talk to that gets it. And he's established a home for, uh, or he's establishing a home for uh, adult uh, autistic adults, basically, that can't function. You know, and this is the big fear of a lot of parents that have kids in the, on the spectrum. What happens when they're gone? And he's trying to establish that. So Jerry uh, Kurtz and all. Uh, is going to join us as well. And then I might have some more, uh, a second hour still to come because there's more interviews that, that I haven't done. So okay. we'll have some new stuff for Sunday show All for right, sure. Cool. And any right. upcoming so, events, so what, what thank happens, you. What, what happens with, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, we're no, no you delay, go ahead. So we're talking over each other. Go ahead, Super D. <clears throat> I was going to say, what, so what's the rest of your day look like? Uh, well, I'm still, I'm feeling good on the fast today. Uh, so... I, I, like I said, I'm very excited because a lot of times in these events, I'm very exhausted from doing the show and trying to stress around it. I feel pretty good about what's going on and the fact that we have this new setup that I can record again. God bless you all that are patron supporters of the show. Remember, our next patron AMA is uh, December 28th, a Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. I'd love to have you be January. part of it. You're is still it, in December. Was it in January? Oh, good Lord. I slept through December? <laughs> Okay. Merry Christmas. I don't oh, want to get cocky no. about where I am. So, but no, overall, feeling good about that. I can do a lot more interviews this weekend. That's my plan. Good. Yeah. 
Oh, we'll be pouring right. silver shots little and copper shots. A little less stress because so. you're not act, yeah. you're Thank not you. speaking, so you get to actually kind of. No, I have to interact bit, with yeah. the VIPs and get this the word out on the copper, especially. But yeah, copper and silver as well. Right. So that's gonna be okay. great. <clears throat> All right. Well, make sure you don't overdo it. Yes. Make Thank sure you. you get get some sleep, mm-hmm. even if there's some. Amazing party <laughs> taking place tonight with people. Good you point. Go to bed early. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna yes. be like your mom. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Call me and, later. And I will just throw it out there. I don't know if this is gonna happen, but mm. uh, I know Kevin is working the rooms. Yeah. And uh, there is a, a, a slim <laughs> but possibility we may be able to get Jim Brewer on the show, and I'm hoping that that works out. Yeah, I'm not counting on Comedian, it, but that'd be kind of cool. Jim Brewer. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, that would be cool. All right. So anyway, all right. Good show today. I think everything turned out well. Um, if you want to catch the podcast later, we'll have that up. Uh, you can always go back and rewatch this on Rumble. Uh, new content on Sunday, uh, plus an encore probably for hour two. Mm-hmm. And then back live in studio on Monday, correct? That's the plan. Okay. That is the plan. All right, Robert. Will you have a good time? Thanks, guys. And uh, we'll see you guys all later. Have a great weekend.